but yes, no. Uh, uh, and the thing is, Drakeford over in Wales is no better. Um, oh, Harold. Harold Bishop. <laughs> Harold Bishop. <laughs> <laughs> He's a dead ringer for Harold Bishop. So if I get Frankenstein's monster in Scotland or, or Elton John's <laughs> bastard son because of you, you've seen her mother. She's a fucking dead ringer for Elton John. Right. <laughs> So we've got Elton John's bastard son running, running Scotland and we've got fucking Harold Bishop in Wales. <laughs> Take away those diamonds I don't need those rocks A second hand car And a new pair of socks I want liberty Without conditions What are you laughing at? You're already half car. No, I'm just, uh, that's the first first set. Yeah, well, apart from the three pubs you've probably been in today. Nope, haven't been in the pub today. Just watched the Grand Prix this afternoon. Oh, really? And only had a couple of a couple of small small beers with it, and that was hours ago. So, and I've had my dinner since. Okay, well, we're live on the platforms. We're currently mostly on Twitter, but hello, good evening. I will let John introduce this car crash of a show. Good evening, everyone. Welcome. We nothing in common. Talk about absolutely nothing of importance, and also talk about loads of things that have importance. We um, we are opinionated. Um, we try and talk about things we know. We always talk about things we don't know. Yes. And we're always irreverent, and it's a laugh. Well, it is for us. I don't know what it's like for everybody else, but... Yeah, um, well... If you are watching this live right now, good evening. You are seeing it in video format, and if you are listening to it on John's podcast platforms, hello, good afternoon, good morning, whatever time of day it is you're listening. Indeed. Where are we going this week, uh, Mr... Where do you want to go? Mr. Descent. Uh, well, well, one thing I saw today was that apparently Macron is talking about making it mandatory for all adults in France to have the vaccine. So I I think that um, would be political suicide. Well, yeah, because um, the French do not... love a riot. So uh... Yes, they, they do. They do. <laughs> yeah. So one, France, France, France isn't a very vaccine-pro country anyway, so if you try and make it mandatory... Yeah, all hell would break loose. I believe and, so. And Macron's already on a shaky peg, so I don't see it happening. I think it's just another, it's just another, you know, coercion to try and get the figures up a bit. But to be honest, this thing's got to die a death now. It's really got to die a death. I watched the Grand Prix this afternoon. You did so. It was the second week, second consecutive week, so of uh, of Austria. So last week they had the Austrian Grand Prix and this, or the Styrian Grand Prix, and this week they had the Austrian Grand Prix at the same track yeah. with a week of a difference. Last week they had 12,000 spectators. Right. This week they had 132,000 spectators. Ooh. Now, how, how can a week make a difference if it's about a pandemic? You what know? a difference a week makes. <laughs> and... And the majority of those spectators came from Holland or right. the Netherlands because right. they were supporting Max Verstappen. So they travelled on in. So they've travelled. 
Yeah, they've travelled on in. Yeah, they've they've travelled on in. What is the wine of today? Uh, what's the wine of the day there, John? It's um, this is a box wine. Um, it's a Sauvignon Blanc, sec, which is dry. It's perfectly drinkable. Um, three liters for ten euros. Ah, so it's it's Tesco value wine at best. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, France isn't that bad. It's you can, uh, you know, ten, ten, ten euros for a box of three liters is is a reasonable price. I, I, it's not I, the worst. I tend to agree, yeah. agree. And whilst we're on the subject of old Formula One racing and and the like, Silverstone is going ahead, isn't it? Uh, in a few weeks' time, mm-hmm. we've got a hundred and forty thousand spectators. Yeah. At least 140, because they're, they're, they're taking, there's no limits on capacity other than, you know, the actual top end. So it'll be at least 140,000, probably yeah. slightly more. Uh, Chrissy in the chat, she says, uh, she's also Scottish, by the way. She says, uh, I'm on a Portuguese white wine tonight, a chin chin. And we've got Louise Sturton in the chat that says, hello from Dundee, Scotland. So we've got two hello. from Scotland in the chat right now. Hello. Hello, uh, John is John is from Scotland, and he is also drinking white wine. Um, somewhere we will Indeed go I... before we go deep diving into the issues is, uh, am I going to have to get you a cowboy hat boots? Why? No, now you're trying to buy a farm, John. Oh, just a minute, just a minute. I'll be back. Carry on. Where's he going? He's run out of wine already, isn't he? He's just realised the box is empty. He's like, oh, for fuck's sake. Aye, for fuck's sake. I need to go and get myself some more wine. Oh, fucking hell, he's got the hat. He's got the... Well, you can kind of see it, but... You can't see it because of the stupid... Uh... Stupid effects, because we're in the classroom. And you've gone tiny. <laughs> now you've gone huge. <laughs> you can't see it because of the stupid um, new scene thing. But, yeah, I've got the hat. You've already got the hat. <laughs> um, so w- what's the story with the farm? Uh, well, it's not a farm. Well, it's, it's, a- um, it's, it's a mare. It's a mare of two acres and a barn, um, uh, which is... Probably just out with our price range, but we'll, we'll try and go for it. Right. Um, because we we're we're skint. We've nothing left, you know, from after a year of government restrictions. But yes. This would get us a property in France, and it when we would own it if we can uh, stretch to it. So we're looking at buying a barn that's what 150 square meters. So it's a good size. It does look good size. Yeah. Yeah. And um, two acres of land, which is currently under cultivation by a local farmer. So, but we can have that back. So, that's um, that's what we're looking at, and that would give us roots. And, and, that's, and some, uh, so I can go and uh, plant a wee shack down on the corner, and uh, just live in the corner <laughs> with with my family there, and uh, get the fuck out of this hellscape. Yeah. 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 That's that's the plan. Grow some. Grow some crops and tend some chickens. I I, I do like tending chickens. I, I, I yeah. and I like fresh, fresh, fresh chicken as well. Yeah, I mean, sure. I won't say anything more. Um, so covered mandatory vaccinations, and the French are going to riot because of it. Um, yeah. 
we have a new health secretary in this uh, in this country in Sajid Javid, John. Yeah, we do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And what do you think to that? Well, we, we we did kind of cover this last week because we thought that my theory was that it's an easy out for Han- Hancock. Yeah. You know, he gets um, he gets released, he gets substituted in effect. He gets his pat on the back and told to, you know, fuck off quietly and yeah. we'll have you back in the cabinet in a couple of years yeah. um, once, you, once you've done your penis. So he's away living out with his girlfriend now, isn't he? Uh, do you really think she's going to stay with him now he's lost his position in cabinet? Well, I think I think the problem is that her husband is Italian and he's kicked her out. And you know what these Italians are like, use Latin temperament are like. He won't take it. He won't take it well, you know. So I don't think she might. She might not have a route back. I mean, did you did you see the pictures of her leaving? He was literally helping her pack the car with a smile on his face. Yeah, it was. It was quite. It was quite something. It really was. Just see, it was. Yeah, yeah, dear. Let's uh, let's get all your shit in the car right now. Get it fucking in there and get the <laughs> fuck out of here. <laughs> but he was standing there. He yep. was. He was helping. He was like, yeah. Yep, yep. Oh, that case there. Let's get that in there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he's probably already. So I good. think. Uh, yeah, I think. Um, I think. So I think they've burnt the bridges there. Um, yeah. The new health secretary, I don't trust him one iota. He's a. He's, he's a horrible looking character to start with. Um, and I just. What was he a business secretary or something before? He was home secretary before. Yeah, I just I don't I can't trust I can't trust him. I don't like the look of him. I don't, I don't like the cut of, of his jib. I don't trust any of them. I mean that's no. you, you start from the position of I don't trust this cunt and you go from there. That's that's the starting yeah, usually, point. It uh, usually goes down from there. Of course, of course, you know, the high point is I don't trust this cunt. That's the high <laughs> yeah. point. And then, and then it's, it's all downhill from there. <laughs> I mean, look yeah. at look at what you guys have got over in fucking Scotland. Oh my god, you got your oh, neck. Oh my. How She's is just um, scary. How is she still there, John? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Chrissy in the chat, she says uh, Nippy needs to go. I.e., Nicola Sturgeon. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we all agree. I'm south of the border, and I think that woman's fucking mental. I do. I think she's a little, she's a little Adolf Hitler in the making, is what that woman is. You know, she's a little dictator. She's got little man syndrome, and uh, it's Napoleon all over again. I think yeah, you're you're right, and uh, Scotland's lost because the problem is. You get too many plonkers voting for SNP. It's, I don't know why. I don't know why either. It's like collective stupidity. Herd mentality, you know. It's it's just, you know, freedom at all costs. It just doesn't work. A, it doesn't work. And B, the SNP isn't freedom. The SNP no. is... the if, if they actually get what they want, which is obviously Scottish independence... Where's the money going to come from, Nicola, to keep the fucking country afloat? We're going to rely on Scottish oil. That's not going to do you much good, Nicola. That's not going to do you much good at all in the grand scheme of things. Oh, but we pay for it. No, you don't pay for England, Nicola. No, you don't. <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> in our head, she does, you know. Oh yeah, I, I, definitely. 
I, I, I am concerned though because she's looking more and more like Boris Karloff as he played the monster in Frankenstein. You know, it's just every every day she gets closer and closer to it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> No, 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 no. I'm being moved about by the system again. Yeah, that's because you you took a big lean back, you see, and it doesn't like that. No, that's true. And now I'm out of sync because it's uh, a weirdo. But yes, no. uh, And the thing is, Drakeford over in Wales is no better. Oh, Harold. Uh, Harold Bishop. (laughs) Harold Bishop. He's a dead ringer for Harold Bishop. So if I get Frankenstein's monster in Scotland or, or Elton John's bastard son because of you, you've seen her mother. She's a fucking dead ringer for Elton John. Right. So we've got Elton John's bastard son running, running Scotland and we've got fucking Harold Bishop in Wales. <laughs> Except for Mark Drayford's actual son, he's a convicted and jailed rapist, isn't he? Oh, yeah, he is, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and this man that I, I guess stood by and supported his son thinks he has some kind of fucking moral high ground to rule a country, to tell people to stay indoors. Who the yeah. fuck does he think he is? Chrissy in the chat says Nippy's Ma is Elton. <laughs> I mean, it's fucking dead ringer. Yeah. <laughs> for Elton John. Do you have the capacity of throwing pictures up on this? Uh, I, I do, but you wouldn't be able to see them. But That's I can throw them up. But you I should can... do that because if you throw a picture up, just Google Elton John's mum. Uh, uh-huh. Sorry, sorry, Google Google Nicola Sturgeon's mum. Oh, hold on, I'm going to make us a little bit smaller. There we go, right? So we're a little bit smaller there, then I can get this up here, and I can drop us over the top of that, like that, and then we're going to Google Nicola Sturgeon's mum, are we? Yeah, yeah. Right. I forgot to say, hold on. Nicola Sturgeon, Sturgeon, mum. Okay, <laughs> the first, the fourth one down in the search is Nicola Sturgeon, Mum, and Elton John. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, what, Joan Kerr Sturgeon? I don't know what her name is, but oh, oh, she's oh, a kid right now. Fucking hell! She's there in her mayor uniform with the chain on. <laughs> I'm a rocket man. <laughs> Just a dead ringer. They could have been separated. Like you lived your life. Like a candle in the wind. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And I'm not even the one drinking. No, you're not. You're not. But you're laughing, Will. Well, let's let's go back to Formula One for a minute because um, because it was fun today. Um, so so Verstappen was uh, he's he's the boy wonder at the moment and he's he's leading Hamilton. He won last week and he's he's on pole position and Hamilton didn't even do that well last week, which is good because he was fourth on the grid um, with a yeah. young Lando Norris in second. So that was good for McLaren and Perez was third. And they took off and the the Grand Prix proceeded and. Everything went Hamilton's way 
Perez managed to run himself off the track and drop back to the 10th, so that gained Hamilton a place. Then there was a safety car, and Hamilton nearly got over to nearly got an overtake in on the the uh, the safety car, but didn't quite. And then he was stuck behind Lando Norris for a while, and then Lando Norris ends up with a a, a five second penalty for running uh, Perez off the road. So again, Hamilton everything goes his way, and he ends up second position running the Grand Prix. Um, but Verstappen was away by this point, which is good. And then um, I thought the battle's going to win it, you know, because everything seemed to be shaping up that he was going to get there, but he never did, which was good. And and young Lando came back through the ranks and actually managed to school him. He overtook Hamilton and his teammate overtook him. So he didn't finish. He finished fourth. But of course, all the time he's whining that he's got damage to the car, although he's hit nobody mm-hmm. and and he didn't even run over a kerb that badly compared to the McLaren because that was like beached at one point. But uh, he has such a whining git. As Very soon good. as something's not going Hamilton. his way, yeah, he's just such a whining git. I just love to see him get beat. Well, you know, yeah, he was walking up the road in a fucking skirt the other day. Oh yeah, I know. Apparently, I mean, he's a fashion. He's a fashion it, designer. Oh, is he? He's a fashion yeah. designer now, is he? Yeah. Oh, that is that the hip in thing? Is it walking up the road looking like a fucking idiot? Well, yeah, yeah, probably is if you're a fashion designer. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. I mean, if you some you see some of the shit that comes down those catwalks, I mean, come on. Sorry, it's absolutely mental. Especially all this naked gender, gender, whatever, you know, reassignment tranny stuff. That I mean, this is. I'm not being politically correct here, but I don't think I ever have been, so I don't purport to be. But uh, yeah, I mean, some of the shit on the catwalks is just unbelievable. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's like Lady Gaga wearing a fucking dress of raw meat, isn't it? Yeah. Like, oh, what fashion statement are you making here? What, 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 what do you want me to walk up? What? I don't want to dress as a fucking steak. I want to eat a steak, you moron. And of course, Hamilton the vegan, right? Yeah. Hamilton the vegan. Oh, oh, fucking hell. Hold on a minute. I'll better take this. Right in the middle of it. <laughs> Usually his wife's serving him a drink at this point. <laughs> right, I answered that because it was a wife and I thought maybe it's something important. Well, I suppose it was important. She wants to know where she can find the podcast. She obviously wants to listen to us. Uh-huh. No doubt to mock me. Ah, we'll send it either to the Twitch channel or directly to my Twitter account. Either way, yeah, probably um, best. Yeah, so, so we're we're live on the Twitter right now. But um, <laughs> fucking, I, I just said to them actually while you're on the phone, I said usually she's serving him a drink at this point. Um, yeah, well, I've had to get my own drink, so I'm having to multitask tonight. Have you got the box? I've got the box, yeah, yeah. Is it tapped? Have you tapped it? Yeah, you definitely. Yes, I have. I've opened it. It's it's been tapped. All right, good, good. So you could, you're probably going to swill your way through that three liters throughout this evening, I imagine. No, um, I'll have a, no, I won't. I won't drink three liters. Good grief, man! What do you take me for? As usual, <laughs> as usual, my wine of the day is Coca-Cola Classic, original taste and full of sugar. Yeah, yeah. Right, where were we? 
What were we talking about? I'm just sharing off my drink. You're just being a twat. Yes, yes I, mean, I am. If you, if you were Ronaldo, you know, that would just have put, you know, four billion on the price of Coca-Cola and not taking it off. Um, Chrissy has uh, chimed in here and said, uh, as a fellow Scots person, it's basically a juice box. Just stick a fucking straw in the box of wine. Yeah, but that, that doesn't work. You know, that's what a Philistine, Chrissy. Good grief, woman. Have you no, have you no compassion? If you think about it, you do that. And the wine will get progressively warmer. You've got to keep it chilled. It's a white wine. <laughs> Unless you get... Oh, I mind you, you could get like a, an insulated cool box thing and dump your wine in that with surrounded by ice and then stick a straw in it. That might work. That could work. In fact, that could... I, might pat- I might patent that. No, yeah. Fuck it, fucking hell. You've just given him ideas. Like, like the man... <laughs> The man's looking for business uh, business opportunities at the moment, and you may well have just provided him one. Um, oh, I, I, I did my first job. Well, I started my first job on Friday. What are you doing? I, uh, I did a Wi-Fi survey for someone who's wanting to to get his uh, Wi-Fi through his house because these French houses are they're like the walls are two foot thick stone. <laughs> so, so what happens is. <laughs> I'm laughing, I'm laughing, I have to interject that. I'm assuming your wife is Andy Porter, yes? Yes, it is, yes. Yes, so she's just put in the chat, oh dear, he's drinking again. (laughs) She did say to me, don't get fucking hammered before you start the podcast. So I waited until I've started before I start drinking. Anyway... So the walls in French houses are two foot thick, easy, from made and made from solid stone. Yeah. What happens is you buy or they get ADSL put in by whoever, Orange or Boys or Free or whatever, and um, and they get a router and the people stick the router, you know, where the ADSL line is, and then find they can only get Wi-Fi in the room the router's in. Yeah, of course. Is because the walls just soak it all up. So I, I did a Wi-Fi survey to try and get a guy Wi-Fi within his house. Um, so I've, um, I'm going to go around and check it out with my extenders and then tell him what to buy and charge him for my time. So you're doing that for him? Mm-hmm. And you're having to do your show from the caravan? Because yes, you haven't yes. done it for you? Oh, because I don't have ADSL. See, I'm in a rented property and, and I true. didn't want to didn't want to go into a 12-month contract for ADSL, which, and to be honest, the ADSL, you're lucky if you get, you know, four or five meg on it. Yeah. Um, so the, the the 4G connection I'm getting, when it works, I get 30 gig, eh, sorry, 30 meg down, which is a lot faster. But yeah, I saw your speeds earlier and I thought, fuck me, yeah. we might get through half a show. Yeah, yeah, I think we might. I think we're doing all right because I've got so used to this router and... Um, I'm in the van, which is not so much of a Faraday cage as a, uh, an 18th century French stone house. Yeah. So, um, <sighs> yeah, so I've now got what's called my spirit number. Right. Uh, that's me. I've, I'm, I'm going through residency in France, and I right. have my number that allows me to work. Oh, so essentially your national security. Yeah, it's like a national insurance number. National insurance number, social security, whatever. Um, But that's good, and I'm glad that you're able to do that. Are you still making anything out of the gym? 
Yeah, it's um, touch and go at the moment. Yeah, we 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 doubled our doubled our membership um, after we managed to open, but the problem is in Scotland the the restrictions are still in place that you have to you have to have a limited number of people in and you have to book in and it's just a joke it really is and it's it's hard to get them numbers up so we're we're dribbling in you know one two three four a week um, but we really need we really need another good fifty or sixty members to get us into a good level of profit yeah well the, 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 that's you know hopefully that will come and that will come sooner rather than later yeah. i mean we've got our new health secretary here in england and um rishi sunak the official quote unquote story is that they're basically ganging up on boris johnson and saying fuck sage make sure you get everything open on the 19th um i've seen things in the last 24 48 hours that would suggest that um they want to drop everything, including the QR codes on the 19th. So no scanning of QR codes anymore. Now, I, I am, I'm looking at it and I'm thinking, OK, right, it sounds good on paper, but what's the catch? Because there's always a fucking catch. Um, you, uh, then we discover that they've uh, drawn up plans for restrictions for the next five winters. Um <laughs> Yep, they've they've drawn up plans for um, restrictions for the next five winters. We've got uh, Chrissy in the chat once again. She says Nippy and Hamza Yusuf or Hamza Hamza useless aren't yeah. going to follow England. Isn't Hamza useless uh, responsible for that god awful hate crime bill in Scotland? Yes. Yes. That God that can criminalise you and get you jail time for saying something offensive at your own goddamn dinner table. Yes, it's it's, it's hence strange. one of the reasons one of the reasons why I don't live in Scotland. Yeah, you know, good. I could probably have been jailed every week so far. Yeah, but the thing is, right? Every single like there is one side of my family that is Scottish, but um, every single Scottish person that I've met is not politically correct. And if they are, they they basically they work for the SNP. That seems to be the way it works. The SNP yeah. is 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 like the orthodoxy. It's 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 a cult at this point almost. Um and it's obviously a communist party in my view. Um it's to to be honest, are they not all at this point in time? Yeah, but I think that they're more overtly. Um yeah, yeah. Especially with things like the hate crime bill and and things like that. I mean, especially as uh, as you will probably know, your Nippy uh, was, I guess, somewhere down the line responsible for criminalising uh, comedian Count Dankula Marcus Meekin for um, teaching his pug to do a Nazi salute. I mean, mm. I don't know if you ever saw that video of him doing it, but it was. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. It was fucking hilarious. It was, <laughs> it was fucking hilarious, and uh, it's it's one of, it's one of these things like the court had to disregard. So the SNP run court had to disregard all of the context and intent of what he did uh, in order to secure a conviction. It's like it was a joke. He's a comedian. It's clearly a joke. But no, <laughs> no, the Sturgeon run court said, "Oh, it's not a joke." It's not a joke. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, freedom of speech is gone in Scotland. Yeah. It's, 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 unfortunately, I look 
at what's going on up there. And I think that we're just we're just not far behind. We're not far behind. We're going to go down that road as well. And it's going to start with that god awful policing and crime bill that you know criminalizes protest and and the like it, it literally criminalize criminalizes protest that causes annoyance it's mm-hmm. insane i mean because yeah. what protest doesn't cause annoyance well what's that- the point in protesting if you're not causing annoyance Exactly. What is the point? I mean, the French, once again, we'll go back to what we spoke about before you started recording this, um, with with the French uh, being threatened by Emmanuel Macron about the um, uh, the forced jabbing of the entire population. They will riot. They won't just yeah. protest. They will no, riot. They yeah, and, they and, not. and the French, they, they do like a good riot. They do. They yeah. like a good yeah. I mean, the amount of times I've been over there and the yellow vests have been trashing their way through Paris. Um, I, I remember I, I drove back once. I drove back through Calais and they were just fucking lighting fires in the middle of the road near the port. Mm-hmm. They, yeah. And they had little, they had built little fucking wooden shanty shacks and they yeah, were all just yeah. chilling out in them in the middle of a fucking motorway. And then they, you know, we're waiting to get into the port, and they're all just coming and banging on all of our windows. And I'm just like, yeah, I support you. I support you. It's all good. Protest away. Don't set my car on fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah, they do like a riot. And and I'll be honest, I used to sit in Britain and look at Europe and think, you know, what a bunch of a bunch of controlled freaks you know the the governments have got them under the thumb you know you see the odd riot and things like that but the governments the, the, the eu have really got everything under control these people are all put down but when you get here it's not like that you know the no. french just don't they don't give a fuck they really no. don't care and, and, and it's re- really refreshing because all these you know the curfews and the the confinements and you know all the covid uh, re- restrictions and regulations the French just ignore them all apart from yeah. masks, that's the only thing they wear, they wear masks but apart from that they just ignore everything else they'll walk against arrows they'll bump into people in the supermarket they'll stand and have a chat, they'll shake your hand yeah. you know, it's just absolutely no problem at all um, curfew, they just ignored that en masse, you know, I've never seen anyone take take real cognizance of the curfew you know everywhere we've stayed people have been coming and going and not bothering with the curfew i mean originally it was six o'clock and then seven and then nine and then 11 and i think it's gone now completely but you wouldn't know because nobody bothered in the first place (laughs) and then when you think about it you go you look at things like um you get things like football and the formula one and you see the crowds and they're packed and they're jammed in and they're flighting these road flares so you got all this smoke stuff coming off and mm. if you did that in the UK you'd get turfed out and banned from light banned for life but these guys yeah. do it every week you know yeah. so there are a certain degree of freedoms here that the UK seems to not have and uh, and the way the UK is going it's getting tougher and tougher and more tyrannical by the minute it absolutely it's just, is. It, it's just going downhill fast, and it's, I don't it's see horrendous. I don't see a way out because people will not stand up and be counted. You know, they'll stand up and go for a a stroll on a Saturday, which is fine. 
but mm-hmm. they won't do what's required. They won't riot. They won't go nuts. The last time they rioted was the poll tax, and that changed things. That, and do you that know what? Things. I think I think when it comes to the severity of the situation, we are well beyond that. We are well beyond that. I mean, yeah. do you, I, I, I should give you my prediction. Um, the furlough is coming to an end, right? The furlough yep. is coming to an end. Millions more are about to fall out of employment that didn't know. They've been unemployed for probably a year and they didn't even know it. Yeah. They're, they're about to fall out of employment. Jobs yeah. are going to be scarce. They are going to be hard to come by because all of the jobs these people have lost, they don't exist anymore. Therefore, they will be fighting for more. Then that means less money pumped into the system because people don't seem to understand how an economy works. And that means less money for the beloved golden goose that is the NHS, right? So they can't treat people. They've already they've already made allusions through Matt Hancock. I know he's gone now, uh, but they've already made allusions to uh, they will prioritise double jabs for NHS treatment over people who aren't double jabbed. That's a fucking slippery slope, even saying yeah. that. Um, yeah. They... Uh, uh, the country is going to fall into a level of poverty not seen in God knows how many uh, generations, let alone years. And uh, there's uh, only so much quantitative easing you can do before your paper currency becomes more worthless than toilet paper a la Venezuela. So what is going to happen here is all of these people who are going to lose everything, and it's going to be millions who lose everything, are going to look for somebody to blame. Then the riots might start. Too then late. it's too late, yeah? It yeah. is too late, right? Now, I'm not going to sit here and advocate and call for rioting because that's not something I would actually call for. But I will caveat that with, with I would not condemn it if it happened at this point because people have... They've got no idea what's coming. They've got no idea... What's about to happen? How many millions of children are about to end up in poverty? Parents yep. don't know where they're going to get the next meal from for those kids, right? And and the people to blame are the people that complied. And I'm sorry for ranting off. I really am. Mm-hmm. But the, we, they have complied us into this. Because if they had stopped complying a year ago, we would not be here. We would not yep. be here. Uh, Oh. Yep, better go and buy a wheelbarrow because you're going to need it to carry the money for your loaf of bread. Well, exactly. It's 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 that point, and I'm already seeing it. Right, for example, you know the half size baguettes, right? So yeah. this is this is just sort of you know anecdotal, but the half size baguettes they're normally forty five p in the yeah. shop or three for a pound. They're now eighty p each, and they were only forty five p or three for a pound three or four weeks ago. They're now yeah. 80p each. Okay, that's nearly a 100% rise in price. Because and and the other thing I'm noticing right now, John, I don't know what the situation like is like in France, but here cement is basically gold dust. You can't get the shit. <laughs> uh, I, 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 I was in Wix the other day, right? They've always got the last sort of six weeks or so, they've had a paper sign up that says, sorry, no cement. And obviously that's at every site as well, B&Q as well. Um, and in Wix the other day, they got two 
deliveries of cement, one of the red bag, one of the blue bag, and they flocked. They flocked like fucking vultures to get that <laughs> cement. Uh, and they were literally, one guy got, got, got two full pallets worth. He was like, I'm having it. I'm having it. Two full pallets worth. Uh, and there's just me going down the back of the shop behind the giant curtain and going, give me a couple of bags and then post-creep, mate. <laughs> They've got hidden back there. But it's, 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 it's something that's being seen countrywide uh, through all three na- or, or four nations. You know, we've got a shortage of cement. So I don't know what it's like in France. Well, I haven't gone looking for cement. <laughs> But um, I haven't seen any shortages of anything, to be honest. Uh, the supermarkets are well stocked. They've even still got British goods, some of them. You know, um, yeah. you, the the Bricos, i.e. the DIY stores, they they seem to be very well stocked. They don't seem okay. to be short of anything. They are expensive, but everything in France is expensive apart yes, from wine. Is. Yes, um, it is. Wine, wine pork. What else is cheap? Wine, pork, and um, there's one other thing that I've found particularly cheap, but it doesn't really matter, you know. There's there's not a lot that's cheap in housing. France. Housing is cheap. Housing, housing feels seems to be fairly reasonable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, Jesse, but yeah, I haven't seen any. I haven't seen any shortages here. So Jessie's in Yorkshire and she says paint is the only issue there. Chrissy is in Scotland and she paint, says paint 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 in France is shit. Well Chrissy really says is. cement and paint in Scotland. Oh yeah. So uh but but yeah, here it's just it's it's insane, like the amount that you can't get. Um, I was in the supermarket today and I had to buy, just once again, it's anecdotal, but I just had to buy frozen vegetables because there were no fresh produce at all. None. Really? In, in a massive Asda. None. No fresh produce. Yeah, I had that's, to buy... that's kind of worrying. Yeah. And I know it's Sunday, right? So obviously you're not taking as many deliveries and the like, but this yeah, Asda but is... You don't expect a supermarket not to have fresh produce on a Sunday. Nothing. Nothing. They just have baskets turned over where it should be. Yeah, that's that's not so good. No. I mean, they're um, blaming the shortage on the shortage of lorry drivers, aren't they? Well, it, what, the shortage of lorry drivers that appears to be artificial because they keep fucking testing positive. They keep on stupid fucking useless tests that nobody should be taking. Stupid fucking yeah. useless tests that have been ordered and, destroyed. Yeah, and and the other point where um, the pain the lorry drivers shit wages. Yeah. So all the English guys that were lorry drivers gave up and went and did something else, and the Poles took over because they would accept us shit wages. Yeah. And then they get wise to it and fucked off you know, somewhere else to get better wages. And then the Romanians come in and they were taking the, the shit wages. But now that Brexit's happened, they've all fucked off home. So there's nobody yeah. left to drive lorries and nobody will drive them because the wages are still shit. So here's what the lorry companies need to do. Pay people properly. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Pay people pay a fair people. wage. Pay people a fair wage. Oh, but we don't make enough to put your prices up to the fucking supermarkets, then you twat. You know, yeah. cover it. 
Because guess what? The supermarkets want their delivery and they will pay for it. Um, they, just because... I, I don't know, man. Like, I, I despair at the state of humanity at the moment. Just all round. I mean, it's like the fruit picking, isn't it? All, all yeah. of the people that normally come in to do the fruit picking and the like in this country, they didn't come in. So what they had eventually end up doing is some farms were paying British workers £22 an hour to come and pick fruit. Were they paying their EU migrant workers £22 an hour? Were they fuck? Were they fuck? They weren't paying them fuck all anywhere near that. Probably about £6 an hour, cash in hand. <laughs> yeah, probably. So uh, what was that I saw? Uh, Public Health England data um, yeah. shows that if you are double jabbed, you are 885% more likely to suffer severely from a COVID variant. <laughs> or is it, are you suffering from the double jab? That's the question. Is it, is, is it the double jable variant? Is <laughs> Well, it could be, but yeah. 885% is a fair hike on someone yeah. who's not jabbed at all, you know? Yeah, I, I, I have to concur. I mean, I'm still I'm still yet to see proof of the existence of any of these variants, John. Uh, you know, they can tell us, this, and they do, they tell us, oh, the Lambda variant is a new one, isn't it? Yeah. The Lambda, yeah. We, we, me and Jesse, uh, who says hello, by the way, we spoke about yeah. um, the Lambda variant on uh, last night's show. Um, uh, it's... The article we read said it's been in this country since last year, right? So it was identified in this country last year. But now when we're a couple of weeks away from Freedom Day, it's suddenly a variant of concern. Yeah, yeah, no, the whole thing's a joke. It really is. Yeah, well, uh, I, no, it stopped being funny a long time ago, John. Uh, no, it's, it's not a joke anymore. This is... This is millions of lives at the end of the day that are just about to be irreparably destroyed. And people are going to really, really notice the squeeze because... Um, last... they, won't, they won't notice because you're running at football. Oh, my God. I don't care. I just No, I know, I know you don't care. I know you don't care, but, you know, the masses have been... They have their opium and football's one of them, you know, and it keeps them quiet and under control. And yeah. it's looking good so they can have something nice to, to, to you know, shout about. So they're, they're all happy. <sighs> yeah. Um, so Jesse had it's the like, game on. Oh, it's, everything's wonderful with life. So Jesse had the game on during last night's show. So I I um I labelled uh, the 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 sports correspondent for the night, the the same media sports correspondent. She was doing a pretty shitty job at it. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. I, I I had to keep I I had to keep um checking in with her and going, uh, sports correspondent Jesse, what's the score? Rather than her actually telling us the score. And every time she told us the score, I was just going, Don't care, moving on. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but but the audience they might have cared despite the fact that I know that a fair few of them were actually just watching the game as well as listening to our show. So they already knew the score and it and it turns out, right? This sports correspondent of mine, John, had a 3 minute lag on the fucking game. 
So they were all. So the people that we were supposed to be delivering the score to were finding out three minutes before she did. What kind of sports fucking correspondent is that? Yeah, yeah, not a very good one. May I venture to say? I love you, Jess. I know you're listening. I, know you're listening. I love you. <laughs> She's just put in the chat. Oh, here we go. So that's um, that's maybe not a career path to to pursue. Yes. Yeah, we'll try the weather next. Uh, we'll try the weather on Tuesday night. Um, I have a special guest on my show, Descent Media Live, tomorrow night at 7.30. It was meant to be Wednesday, but we've moved it up to tomorrow. It's the comedian Alistair Williams. Uh, it will be with me live on Descent Media Live tomorrow night from half past seven. We're going to talk his YouTube ban. We're going to talk comedy. We're going to talk... What's next for a comedian that was working primarily on YouTube at this point, who now can't? Um, and and it's going to be a conversation more than it's going to be an interview. So um, I'm not going to interview him. I don't really do that when I'm uh, when I'm when I'm having special guests on. I like an uncensored, unfettered conversation. You know how we go here, John. Yeah, yeah. But that's going to be an interesting one. Yeah, should be. I'm really looking forward. Um, I mean, you, you, YouTube has just become another censorship platform, hasn't it? You know, much like Facebook and Twitter, they're all they're all exactly the same. Now you can't you can't get your voice out on these multimedia platforms unless you're doing something like this or a podcast. Well, that's exactly right, John. Um, I mean. <laughs> I mean, we we don't have the biggest audiences in the world, but at least we have a good time doing it. Yeah, oh fuck just it! Going for a refill. He's just he's got he's he's off he's off to get the box. He's off he's off. There he goes. Oh, he's disappeared. Fucking hell! Uh, try interviewing Tyrant Finder. Says seven pounds eighty four. I'll I'll have a word with him. That's that's cool. I'll have a word with him. Uh, we speak at protests and stuff, so I'll, I'll, I'll ask and see if he'd like to come on the show. I know he's going through a few legal issues at the moment. He, oh, Jesse, Jesse. Um, John gave us the wine of the night earlier on. I will ask him to repeat the, the wine because he wasn't recording the show at the time, because we had another technical fuck-up at the beginning. And that technical fuck-up just happened to be John. Isn't that right, John? See you again. I said, we, we did have a technical fuck-up at the beginning of the show in that you weren't recording, I said, but it wasn't so much as a technical fuck-up as it was John. No. <laughs> it was, um, yeah, it was um, inbuilt stupidity. Okay, so I've been asked for you to repeat something by Jessie. She would like to know the uh, the contents of the wine of the night. The contents of the wine of the night. So tonight we are on a Sauvignon Blanc, it's a box wine from uh, Roche and Maisonneuve or something like that. Um, it's a Sauvignon Blanc Sec. Um, it's a cheeky little number. Um, Three lethals for ten euros, so not too bad. Well, I think it's actually nine euros ninety ninety cents. Ah, uh, well, cheers. It's perfectly drinkable. It's not Coca Cola, though, is it? No, it's not. It's Speaking of which, near my body. I mean, put that stuff near my body. It's, it's, it's Speaking like of poison. Let's, it's a toxin. Let's. let's... <laughs> 
let's dive into that for 20 minutes because you promised you were going to give me a talk about the the the, the, the toxins of, and uh, of the sugar and the coca-cola and all of that and you said by the end of it i'd never want to drink it again right well let's look at sugar as a as a, a food as a food group yeah. So sugar, sugar is a carbohydrate. Yes. So all your carbohydrates are basically sugar. Yeah. They're, they're, the the molecules are either long chain or short chain, and they all break down short chain sugar groups, and they're all digested as such and burnt as sugar, which is your body uses as glucose. And when your body has too much sugar, it stores it as fat, and this is what happens, and this is why we become fat because we're over consuming food mainly carbohydrates, and we're storing it for fat for future use. Now, when you um, when you stop eating sugar, your body has to undergo a process of uh, changing to burning fat called ketosis. So at that point, as your body uses up the last of the sugar, which you store in your liver and store in your um, muscles, you can only store a certain amount of sugar and it's not an awful lot I think a third in the liver and the rest is in your muscles but once you've burnt that up you, your body then switches to burning fat and it, fat is a very efficient fuel source so as you burn fat you, you find that you don't get the highs and lows that you get when you eat sugar because yeah. when, you eat, when you eat sugar the first thing that happens is you get an insulin spike so Insulin spikes because your your body can only have a teaspoonful of sugar in your bloodstream at any point in time. So as soon as you have that insulin spike, it, it's then there to get the sugar out your body out your bloodstream. Because if you have too much sugar, you go into a coma. So it, it does that by first of all burning it, storing it in the liver, storing it in the muscles, and as soon as those stores are full, it has to convert it to fat and pack it into the cells, the fat cells. No. So as soon as you're eating sugar, you cannot lose weight. And you can't lose weight for as long as you have your insulin above, you know, that this level, say. So as soon as the insulin goes up, you can't I'm, burn I'm, I'm going to pause you, I'm gonna pause you right weight. there. Yep. Because I'm heavily, heavily, heavily back on this stuff, right? I don't eat, so to speak. Like, I eat yeah. one meal a day and I don't snack. Yeah. But I'm drinking six cans of this stuff a day at least, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. And in the last three weeks, I've lost a stone and a half. You've lost a stone and a half drinking Coke? Yes, I've lost a stone and a half. Okay, when do you, when do you have your first Coke in the morning? Uh, about half an hour after I wake up. <laughs> right. What time's that? Like nine or something? or? No, I, I get up uh, around seven o'clock in the morning. Right, so first cook it's half seven, and when's your last one? Whenever I go to sleep, so probably midnight, one a.m. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand how you're losing weight. Yeah, I've lost, a, I've lost a stone and a half in the last three and you're weeks. Drinking full, you're think, drinking full sugar coke. Oh yes. Um, that's 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 actually worrying because you shouldn't <laughs> be. Well, yeah, I have lost a stone and a half in the last three weeks. Yeah, that, uh, that would, um, I might be concerned about that, to be honest. I'm quite <laughs> happy with it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I know, but <laughs> you, you, 
your your body, if it's operating correctly, cannot lose weight when you're drinking when you're eating sugar. <laughs> oh, for God's sake! Right, so I've got Jesse in the chat. She says, "Ben, I think you need to get checked out." And then yeah. I've got. I've got Chrissy in the chat that says, Ben, I'm tempted to send you a blood sugar sensor for you to put on and then drink a can of Coke. You'll be able to watch your blood sugar rocket in real time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it, it, it isn't good for you. And and that that's the problem when you when you're eating and and drinking sugar like in those quantities, you can't you can't really lose weight because your body um can only burn sugar. And when you've got insulin in that in that zone, it can't use any of the fat up. So I right. don't know where the weight loss is coming from. That's the thing that worries me about your situation because if you're burning fat, how are you burning fat? Because if you've got all that glucose in your system, all that sugar, your body isn't isn't having the opportunity to burn fat. Because if you eat one meal a day, that's fine. You know, I, I tend to eat one meal a day. If I have one meal a day at, say, six o'clock in the evening... Yeah, I finish finish that meal by seven, and have nothing else to eat until the next day at you know seven o'clock, six o'clock, whatever. Therefore, your body's going twenty three hours without any food. So after, yeah. well, after say like once it's processed the food and got rid of everything that's in it, say by eleven o'clock it's running on empty. You know, eleven o'clock at night. It's running on empty, so it then starts burning fat and all the way through the night and then all the way through the next morning and afternoon, it's still burning fat. And and weight loss does happen really quickly when you do that. I've I mean I can drop uh, when I, I did a ten day fast when I was in Normandy in February and I dropped twenty pounds, I think, in ten days. That's not bad so, that. Uh so Chrissy says, uh, out of curiosity, am I constantly thirsty? Yes. That's simple yes, diabetes. I'm constantly, and I'm constantly tired now. <laughs> you don't have diabetes, do you? Or have you been checked for it? I was checked for it. Um, I, I used to be 23 stone 9. Um, yeah. And when I was 23 stone 9, um, I, I had type 2 diabetes. And now I don't have type 2 diabetes. And last blood tests were actually only about three or four months ago, and there was no worry. Okay, but if you're thirsty and tired, that's a sign of diabetes. Could well be. I, I, I'll get a check, Jesse. Be, be, be careful. Yeah, be careful. But yeah, I, I, I am. I am at the moment. The tiredness is a killer. I mean, in February, I, I think this is probably completely unrelated. But I, I used to have epilepsy as a child, um, and in February, that came back with a vengeance. Um, and I've been having fits of an evening a few times a week at the moment. Um, and I just want, stress related. Was I don't know. Well, it's probably with with the workload that I've been going yeah. through, you know, just trying to get this off the ground, whatever this is that I do. You know, I'm working 60 to 80 hours a week and uh, as a disabled man, trying to do that, trying to um, fucking juggle a family, trying to it's it's very, 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 very time consuming and it's very very battering like i try and have uh i tried like last night's show was a welcome relief really because there wasn't really any anger or bad news or anything like that we just had a laugh and it was one of the most welcome reliefs in a very very long time um 
No, Chrissy. Chrissy just asked me, do you have an odd taste in your mouth, a bit like acetone to like nail polish for the smells? No, that that's not a thing. Um, I do always constantly have a fucking dry mouth, though. That is one thing I will say. Always have a dry mouth, no matter how much I drink. Yeah. Hey, I think maybe you should try and introduce some water into your diet. <laughs> <laughs> I drink coffee. <laughs> I drink yeah, coffee that, as well. Right. So the the problem you've got is you're drinking all this sugar, right? Which will dehydrate you because for every for every molecule of sugar you take, you need something like four molecules of um, of water to cope with it. Whereas if you're drinking, if you're burning fat, you only it's a one to one ratio. So you actually lose water when you're when you're burning fat and not when you're burning sugar. So you you will. You will need a lot more water if you're eating all that or drinking all that sugar. The other thing you've got is coffee's a diuretic, so that right. tends to make you expel water. So, I think you need to take some actual water, <laughs> just plain, straightforward water. <laughs> and, and in fact, I, I'd like you to put a little bit of salt in it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and do you know what? I, to I keep really, your electrolytes up. I really like salt, so that's not a problem. Yeah. So, a fizzy water, if you like your stuff fizzy, start drinking fizzy like, water. I fucking despise fizzy water. I but you drink Coca-Cola. Yeah, I know, but fizzy water is disgusting. <laughs> My God. <laughs> I'll drink regular water there and put a little salt in it. I'll tell you what. Once I've got through this six-pack and the two 1.5-litre bottles I've got down there, I'll go cold turkey. Right, you know, you know that's going to hurt when you go cold turkey off sugar. I've done it a few times, yeah. I've done it a few times, and I turn into a right fucking miserable cunt. I <laughs> and you'll get the keto flu if you if you come off sugar properly. You'll end up with what feels and looks like the flu. So don't let anyone test you for COVID. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it like like I say I've come off it a few times and each time I do I say I I am it's about four or five days I just feel like death and and it's just advisable that people don't talk to me Um, and (laughs) if anybody tried to come near me with a COVID swab when I'm feeling like that it would be uh, quickly inserted into their fucking rectum. Put it that way. It would. I'd be like, you know how they do it to the fucking Chinese in the airport, mate. That's what's about to happen to you if you don't back the fuck off. It's. <laughs> do you remember right. when the Chinese did that? No. The Chinese were anal swabbing people for COVID. Yeah, that's just. It's perverse. Yeah, they were. The, the people in the chat here can confirm the Chinese were anal swabbing people for COVID at the airport. And then they released these really weird propaganda videos of people walking out of the test centers like they've been fucking done up the arse. They went, oh, like that. And I, 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 I just thought, wait a minute. It's a tiny little swab up their arse. They're, not, they're probably not going to walk like that anyway, right? As someone who... <laughs> Chrissy says the bum swans were clearly a kink. 
<laughs> but as someone who has got several disabilities and has had to have a camera shoved up there in, in, in previous times, I can tell you after that, I wasn't walking like this. I was I was holding my fucking gut because they'd injected me full of air and it in it hurt. Oh, nice. I, yeah. yeah, it really does. Um, and did they have the... Did they have the decency to give you a reach around while they were doing it? No, no, they didn't even... <laughs> they did not even buy me a fucking drink, John. <laughs> they didn't even buy me a drink. They didn't even say, you know, do you want... Uh, do you want Do you want a Red Bull? Do you want a Red Bull? Just do it. <laughs> I, I would like a Red Bull, please, Mr. Hospital Man. Well, fuck off. We're shoving this up your ass. Oh, fuck. All right. All right. All right. All right, you can tell we're not funded. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> that was weird. Though. I just slid across a, a, away from you there. Did you see that? That was weird. Hold on, even though I didn't that, move. You're, you're technically that way, like yeah. trying to poke here, but it just disappears. <laughs> He's sitting in a camper van in France, people. He's in a camper van in France. See this classroom that we're kind of not really in. Well, we're not really in it. It's the magic of of really shit <laughs> sky editing. <Yes. laughs> it really is. Uh, right. Moving swiftly on. Um, what's next, John? Hey, the someone tweeted today they were on an aircraft and there were two medical incidents on the flight. I saw this. Um, uh, the lady said she landed at Gatwick, and yeah. there, there was and the there were medics waiting. Did you see anything followed up from that? No. Um, the questions obviously were: were the vexed, and were the were the thrombosis or whatever or DVTs? You know. So these are the obvious questions. Yeah. Um, so. Th- that's quite worrying because other people were saying things like I've been flying, you know, seven times a year for 25 years and I've never once seen a medical incident on a flight. It doesn't happen very often. It's usually once in a blue moon. Let me just um, wrap brain. I, I've been on 40 flights maybe in my lifetime. Uh, the only incident that ever happened whilst I was in the air was uh, 9-11. So I was flying back yeah. from Florida and uh, during, on 9-11, and that's literally the only incident that's ever yeah, occurred that was, on a plane. That was well, a medical incident as such. Well, no, but I'd say that's the only incident. I mean, yeah, I've, had, yeah, I've no. had the old bit of turbulence. Um, yeah, yeah. I can't click that link uh, tonight, Chrissy, because then it starts destroying the way things look and the like. And So no links. Uh, anyone else in the chat, feel free to click, but no links from our end. It was four incidents, Chrissy said. Four incidents oh, in four? one nine-hour on flight. flight. Yeah, four. Yeah, that's 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 crazy. That's but crazy. It's worrying. It does tie. It, it starts to tie in with things like you know the four BA pilots who have mysteriously died in one week. Um, but there was no follow-up on that. That's disappeared. We're not allowed as well, to talk though. about that, John. There's no coincidence. It's yeah, just—it's yeah. it, just a coincidence. I mean, I, I, this is a week of coincidences, really, for me. Uh, something we won't be talking about at the moment publicly, but uh, we will be talking about very, very soon in an upcoming mini documentary, and that's all I'm going to say. Uh, but coincidences keep happening. Uh, uh, four medical incidents on one flight, and they're just calling them incidents. What are they? 
what are they? Are, are they all DVTs? Oh, it sounds like they were bad because if you're having medics waiting on standby at Gatwick for when you land, these aren't just people having a coughing fit. No, no. It's it, there's obviously it's it's obviously a, a severe nature, you know, for them to have medics on waiting for the plane landing. Yeah, it's 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 concerning, man. Like. Obviously, I feel comfortable getting on a plane. Um, I, I, I felt comfortable getting on a plane as a vulnerable person last August without a mask on, and I did. I flew to Charles de Gaulle without a mask on. I landed in Charles de Gaulle. Uh, I went mm-hmm. to the immigration. I was the only fucking person in Charles de Gaulle without a mask on. Nobody batted an eyelid at me. Um yeah. You've got, you got the French police, the gendarmes. They're standing there with their machine guns, and I'm looking at them going... All right, lads. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't got a mask on. I get to the immigration desk and they're looking at my passport photo and they're like, oh, we can actually see him. We're not, we're gonna, we don't have to ask him to take his mask off. The only, the only time in that entire six-day trip into France that I got asked about a mask was uh, on the TGV. Yeah. And all I did was uh, say, exemption and... Uh, the, the the conductor went ah oh, we oui, we oui, monsieur and I was like cool thank you <laughs> right so the latest from Eudora Vigilance the European database of suspected adverse drug drug reaction reports was fifteen thousand four hundred and seventy two dead from adverse vaccine reactions that's in Europe that's not good is it John no, with 1,500,000 injuries through to June the 19th, 2021. That's a lot of people. That's, that's a lot of people. I mean, and how many people have died solely of the COOF? I mean, it's less than mm-hmm. 5,000 in the UK. Yeah, well, I mean, Natalie started this trend way back in... It was way back last June or something like that. Italy came, came through and said, well, actually, you know how we said like 98,000 people had died of COVID? It turns out it's more like nine, you know? It was like 10% of what they'd actually published. Yeah. So even if you took 10% of the figure, what's that in Britain? 12, I think 000? the real figure is actually 5% in Italy, and I think it's five. Well, oh, there you go. There you go, so it's even better. Yeah. So if you take and- five... You take on average five percent. So what's the world figure just now? Four and a half million or something stupid. Yeah. So just take five percent of that. So that's only yeah. what. Uh, that's only what. One. Five uh, percent would only be like. Oh bloody hell! Uh, two hundred thousand. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. I mean, obviously, two hundred thousand is you know a lot of people, but it's not four it's and a half not. million. But it's not a pandemic either. I I, com- I completely agree. I mean, I've always said that this is not now and, and never has been a pandemic. This has been a, a, a fucking disgrace of manipulation. As all this has been... Somebody, to- somebody tweeted the other day, what would have happened if this was a real pandemic? Right? And my reply was, well, we'd probably have had Woodstock again. Yeah. <laughs> Because that, that was in a real pandemic. Either that or, you know, we wouldn't be sitting here having these conversations and laughing about it because a lot of us would be dead. Yeah, yeah. 
But the, you know, the 2020 death rate, it it was it slap bang in the middle of the last 20 years. It's it is nothing out of the ordinary. Um, mm-hmm. And it's very telling to me that they use the last five years as a, as a, as a barometer because the last five years have been very low death years when you compare it, you know, over the last twenty or so. Um, and it's 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 just dishonesty layered with dishonesty layered with fraud. And I use that word. I really do use that word because I think that Chris Whitty, Patrick Valance, you know, there's three or four occasions I can point to where we could literally, in a court of law, prove that they lied in front of the country and they knew they were doing it, you know? Um, yeah. It, it's, uh, it, at some point, heads metaphorically have to roll for what's happened here. Um, and what, and about, I th- yeah. what about the molestation of Whitty on, on video? What did you make of that? I made of two drunk idiots trying to get a selfie. That's yeah. all. I, that's all I saw there. And people will say, "Oh, it was a psyop, or it was fake, or anything like." That. If it was, I couldn't give two shits. Right? I think that man deserves to be in prison. And um, yeah, I do too. And I'm not upset. I'm not upset that some people put their arm around him and went, "Hey!" Right? Yeah. Fucking. Who cares? Quite frankly, I, 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 I genuinely, I despise. I loathe that man uh same with patrick valance uh jonathan van tam the yeah. rest of them uh they are they are a disgrace john they're a disgrace yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and, and see all, all of sage should be wiped out they just they should never be allowed to work again i agree i 100 percent agree um they're, they're, you know people always say follow the money and when it comes to all of those people, uh, you know, I never wanted to go down or dive down the Bill Gates rabbit hole, but fucking every last one of them somehow financially leads back to that prick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it's it's true. It's you know, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation ends up funding them all one way or another. It's it's madness. It's absolute mm-hmm. fucking madness. Uh, and like I say, I've tried my best not to dive down rabbit holes and I've tried my best to stick to the points and the facts and stuff, but that is the fact. The fact is they all end up being funded by them somehow. Even the mm-hmm. BBC has received Bill and Melinda oh, yeah. Foundation funding. A it's, substantial amount of money. Yeah. It's, it's insane. Um, Chrissy said, I need to send you a photo. Someone found Witty's child in a toy shop. Right, send it to me on Twitter. Send it to me on Twitter. I've got a message on Twitter. Um, Well, I'll wait for that to come through. Uh, I'm not going to sit here and and in silence and go, oh, is there going to be a picture coming? Yeah, send it it through and I'll try and put it up to the camera to show John when when uh when when it does come through but <sighs> patrick valance he's kept himself very quiet lately hasn't he yeah yeah, yeah I, haven't, I haven't seen much at all from him or van tam I haven't seen oh my Sorry. fucking god <laughs> so it's a child doll right it's a child yeah. I, I don't know if you can see this i'm going to try and put it up um uh, hold on! Oh, oh, oh my God! There it is. Ooh. It's a it's a witty baby witty doll. That that looks like it looks like a bit like Jimmy Somerville. <laughs> oh my God! That is 
that that I, I did not need to see that, Chrissy. I, I, uh, I I'm I'm glad I shared it with I'm glad I shared it with John uh, because I did not want to see that horror by myself. So that Whitty and Jimmy Somerville all have this kind of you know prematurely born fetus type appearance. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not going. I'm not going to disagree. I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm not going to disagree. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a way to look at it. Um, I want to read you something here. Something that was tweeted out uh, uh, on the third of July yesterday from Mr. King in Scotland. And you know what? I've kind of verified this as well because I, uh, it's nuts. So, met a dentist friend recently and he's not opened his dental practice since last year why i asked nhs scotland are paying him and his partner 900 pound per day each to turn up at covid vaccination centers and give injections 4500 pounds per week for 30 hours nice work if you can get it (sighs) and if you can live with the fact well, the, the the certain fact that you are putting people in harm's way. I think so too. I mean, I, I maintain to this day that there's absolutely no single person that, that is giving informed consent when it comes to uh, when when they consent. Uh, I've got no problem, right? and I don't know where your, your allegiances lie on this, but my stance is this. As long as people know the facts... Know, know about the adverse reactions, the true adverse reactions, the deaths, all of the like. They are informed that it's still in trial phase until 2023. Uh, and then after all of that, take the decision to go ahead. That should be their choice. Right. Yeah. But mm-hmm. yeah. I, I think that before if, if before any of that information has been conveyed, uh, you, you are making that decision. I don't think anybody is giving informed consent. I really don't. No, they're not. They're not. And they're brainwashed by the media, you know, to 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 take it. And I've, I've heard I know I know of people who are as young as 17 have had this vaccine. And how? Uh, what do you mean how? I mean, in France. It's, oh, in, in France. France. I was going to say yeah. in the UK, it's still not uh, authorized for under 18s. No, I've I know someone who's 17 that's taken this vaccine, which is I just can't comprehend. I can't comprehend why. I mean, other than it, the fact that they're not being informed properly, they don't know the risks, and they're just following the crowd. Yeah, and that that that's concerning. I mean, and I've I've heard anecdotally once again uh, of a situation in the United States where a fifteen-year-old has taken it just to rebel against their parents. Yeah, well, to be honest, that wouldn't surprise me, because no. if you remember when you were a teenager yourself, you, your parents knew nothing, and knew but by, by the time you were fifteen, you you knew absolutely everything that you needed to know, and you were able to make. You know, wise and sound decisions at every turn. Well, see, when I was fifteen, I had no real choice because uh, my mother was, uh, let's just say, for want of a better word, shit. Um, <laughs> and uh, I was cooking. I was cooking from eight years plus. I was. Um, yeah. yeah. I, I, no, so, I, I understand what you're saying, but I'm not. I'm not 
is, this has oh, I rebelled most, hard. Most, most adolescents are rebelling against their parents, left, right, and center. But I think I probably rebelled harder than most because of yeah. because of my situation. I mean, I, I there was a lot of drinking, there was a lot of partying, there was a lot of uh, there was a lot of women. It was it was uh, it was a wild time, put it that way. I mean, when I was fourteen, uh, it sounds wrong, and it probably was, but my uh, my partner, so to speak, was a 27-year-old woman. Um, <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, um, yeah, I, I don't understand. It can only be that they're brainwashed by MSN. They're not, they're not doing any research. Um, they don't realise that this isn't something that's going to affect people under 70, really. No, under 80. You know, if you're under 80, there's no point in getting a vaccine. For a disease that's got a 99.7% survival rate, what the hell? It's crazy, crazy. It's nuts. It's absolutely nuts, man. So, that begs the question. What's the big driver? Is it just to make money? Right? But, again, the... the, um, Allegedly, AstraZeneca and whatever are given their product at cost. Yes, they are. Yeah, or, or they were given it at cost. I think um, come the end of June, they're allowed to charge. No, uh, once they declare the pandemic over, because AstraZeneca have the right to declare the pandemic over. Yeah, okay. So once they declare it over, then they can charge full whack. Um, yeah. So at the moment, I think they're still giving it at cost, which isn't... isn't um, isn't really at cost. They are still making a profit. If you dig into the the actual monetary terms of the agreement, of it's not. They are. It's not at cost. It's at cost plus a certain degree of profit. Um, so, is it all about money, or is uh, is there something else involved in the vaccine? I mean, uh, what was that I saw the other day? Some um, some guy put the vaccine, or he put the uh, I think he put the Pfizer and Moderna one under electron microscope. Right. And ninety nine point nine percent of the product is uh, was uh, graphene oxide. Right. So he was saying he can't find any mRNA in the product at all. I mean, but can you trust the video you saw? Um, no, no. I, I, that I can only I can only relate. I can only relay. You know what this chap is saying. They're saying they've put it under you know an electron microscope and they've done this and they've done that. And yeah. it was it, it appeared to be a reputable organisation that did it. Um, but you you'd never know. You have to do some more digging. And you know you got to cross reference the facts, obviously. So this is this is supposition at this point. That's not confirmed. Yeah. But if that's the case, if that's the case, that's a major. You know what the hell's going on? What's in this product? Yeah, is there anything in it that isn't, you know, isn't that's going to do you any good or do you any harm? Because graphene oxide is a, it's a, well, when it, it also ties in with the magnetic arm thing because if it once it's introduced to a liquid like water or blood, it becomes magnetic. Yeah, but the magnetic thing, arm thing—that—that—that—that's—I've never been sold by that. No, that I, I've not been sold by it either. I mean, one guy I think was—he was definitely sticking a, 
an R two three two battery on his arm, and that'll stick to your arm if you've got a little bit of sweat on it. You know, you could see it was an R two three two battery. You know, computer disc one that you right. use for. He was sticking one of them in his arm and said, "Look, my arm's magnetic. You know, anybody could do that. You know, put yeah. a bit of water on it and it'll stick." Yeah, yeah, um, and there are people who are just naturally magnetic. There are some people who are just naturally magnetic. It's a phenomenon. Well, apart are... from Magneto. Yes. <laughs> really? I, I, no, I honestly didn't know that. There are people that are magnetic. There are people, there are a minority, but there are people who are naturally magnetic, yes. And you can stick steel in, things to them. In some like countries, forks. yes. <laughs> How did you not know this? Hey, every day's a school day, but yeah. <laughs> now you're going to go and YouTube it later, aren't you? I'm going to have to look into this. How, yes. did, I, how did I not know this? There are some <laughs> people, people who are naturally a little bit magnetic and you can just go and stick stuff to it. So, so, so if you created a big electromag- electromagnet and turned it on, you could pluck these people right out of a crowd. Yes. <laughs> You imagine swinging it over the crowd and you go, BANG! <laughs> we, we need to get some of the bad ones out. Come on, let's get them, boys! <laughs> let's get these magnetic bastards out of this. <laughs> Just fly over with a helicopter after a festival. Hanging as a nature of The thing is, what do you do with these magnetic bastards once you've got them? <laughs> <laughs> Sell them? I don't know. Can you magnetize them? You know, can you just wrap them the wrong way? That should have to carry a health warning. I, I think they should uh, have to carry some kind of magnet passport. Well, what happens if you put them in an MRI? <laughs> <laughs> do they go? <laughs> or do they just explode? <laughs> <laughs> don't put me in an MRI. I'm magnetic. Don't be. Don't talk nonsense. Bang. Bang. <laughs> like going off in a microwave. You know. <laughs> Oh, God. Right, okay. There's been a bit of a problem here, Jeff. Uh, Dean's exploded. <laughs> <laughs> Clean up in aisle three. <laughs> it's a right fucking mess here. We're gonna, are you going to clean it out now? Let's just get rid of the machine by anyone. <laughs> yeah, let's get it. <laughs> Yeah, that's um, that's a problem. <laughs> right, a, a refill. He's off. He's he's fucking off. That's it. He's had enough. Right. He he needs a drink after discovering 
that there are some people. <laughs> I love this show. I love this show. It makes no fucking sense most of the time. But I do. I love this show. Sorry, I'm back. Uh, uh, topped back up, sir, with your alcoholic beverage. <laughs> a small, small libation, as they say. Cheers. Cheers. Next week it will be coffee. Yeah. You, you can't expect me to go all the way down to water immediately, right? But I'll come yeah, off of this shit. Yeah, good man, good man. I'll, I'll right, hold yeah. you to it. I will hold yeah, you next, next week I will be sipping on a lovely, and lovely caramel latte. Do you wish me to? Do you wish me to stop drinking alcohol? No, I, I, it's funny when you get pissed. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. I tell you what, when I eventually do come over and we actually do a show in person, yeah. I, I'll break my sobriety and I'll get pissed alongside you. Okay, that's that a promise. Interesting. Yeah, that should be interesting. That that should be interesting, considering I drink like well, once uh, I've drunk, I've I've had alcoholic drinks on five occasions in just over ten years. Okay, so you, you you're a cheap date, in other words. Absolutely right. You know that one one glass of wine, I will be away. Uh, yeah. I'll be, it, it, I'll I'll be like, give me a rosé, please, John, and he'll be like, you fucking pansy. Oh no, the French love the rosé. See, when you go into the supermarket, there's um, there's loads of red wine, right? So if you imagine the whole whole aisle is full of red wine, yeah, and then the aisle will be three quarters full of rosé, and the white wine's only a small section. Yeah, because uh, you yeah. know rosé is technically a white wine. Yeah, yeah, I know, but they they love the rosé because it's softer and it's a bit poofier, you know. It's oh, sorry, am I allowed to use that word? Well, I can use any word I want. So anyway, it's a bit, it, you know, it's a bit, it's a bit of a girl's drink, isn't it? But the French love the rosé. Yeah, you 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 have to treat me to some, uh, you know, cheap date and all, a yeah. nice cheap, a nice cheap French rosé. I might even plait my hair for you, John. <laughs> you better start growing it then. What do you mean start growing it? It's just because you can't. It's it's growing. Put it that way. Okay. Um, uh, Chrissy, Chrissy said she is tempted to refill. Uh, however, it's a school night. Um, are, are you a drunk child, Chrissy? Is this someone we? Is this someone we have to call? No, I think I think she means she's got work tomorrow. <laughs> See, it's better if you can actually get pissed at your work. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that's what you're doing right now. Well, yeah. It would be it would be work if I was getting paid. <laughs> I, uh, I tell you what, though, I would like I would like to put a call out for um for for contributions towards the podcast hosting because that costs me that costs me thirty quid a month at the moment and I'm not uh, on that. So I have to buy I have to buy a, quite a lot of storage space because these chats take up more and more space. So if anyone. Can spare a couple of quid or whatever, then please buy me a coffee on chasingliberty.life. Yeah, please do. I mean, I've just put the uh, links to my donation stuff in the chat, but disregard that. Give him some money. <laughs> if you can. Yeah, just, I mean, even a couple of quid helps, you know, because 
the 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 cost the host, hosting costs for the the uh, the podcast need to be paid and you, with these going out every week the data soon mounts up so I had to increase so the amount. If you use a service, this is a bit of a, a bit of a, a bit of advice here called Anchor. Have you heard of it? Anchor podcast hosting. Yeah, I have, but I haven't it's, used it. It's free, and it's pretty much you can host as much as you like. It's a free service, and it links to all of the platforms. And it might be worth looking into. It's called Anchor. I have a look at them. Anchor podcasts. And, yeah, Anchor FM. Um, Anchor FM. Okay. And it's free. And it's, I mean, I, I, I've used SoundCloud in the past, but they they're only free for a certain amount. Um, no, Anchor I, is free. Then I started using Libsyn, and they're very good. You know, their stuff's top notch, um, but they they charge. But they're uh, yeah. I've been very. I've used them for years now. Um, so have a look, at Anchor. I mean, that's why I. I well, it's half the reason I don't do podcasts. I mean, I've got a podcast set up through Anchor, and what yeah. I could, what I could technically do is uh, not be lazy, hit the record button on all of my shows every every night, and I could put them out every day as podcast. Yeah, you could though. But I'm fucking lazy, so I don't. <laughs> When I'm not lazy, I'm just working so hard on everything else that it's just another thing to do. And it's just got to a point where if I didn't have my small team, like Adam, who's in the chat right now, is a fucking godsend. If I didn't have my small team, I wouldn't have the South that I have. I mean, we spent yeah. a fair few hundred pounds now on the website, right? We barely use it, to be honest. We don't really upload yeah. to it as much as we should do. But this show is actually going out on the website right now, so anybody can go to the website and watch it. Um, uh, but uh, the, the, the stuff we've managed to do, it's cost a lot of money. It's cost a lot of time. And uh, people don't understand sometimes what what goes into just what I do personally. I mean, it's like take the London uh, protest that I went to uh, and covered the other week. It was a five hour straight live stream. But that's not just the work. Right. Because the second I get up in the morning, I'm technically working. I've got to then get my ass to London, drive there, get there. Right. That's time. It's effort. It's um mm-hmm. It's time I'm not getting paid for. It's time away from my kids, right? And then I'm there. I'm doing a five-hour live stream, sure, but I'm probably there for eight or nine hours, and I'm speaking to a lot of people while I'm there. Uh, and you know, people are coming up to me, and we're all having, uh, you know, chats. And I'm I'm also filming stuff off stream as well. Uh, and then it's a drive back, and I'm not home till midnight sometimes, and that's a long day. That's yeah. a really long day, especially for someone who's down in the fucking medication I am. You know, it's it's good and it's handy that I can use my mobility scooter when I'm out doing these events. That's really good. I mean, this coming Saturday, the 10th of July, I'll be out in Brighton in East Sussex. There's a there's a, a sort of rally slash family day for freedom or, or the like going on on Brighton Seafront. And I know I hope some of my followers are coming down as well. We're going to do a little bit social time together outside of that, which would be nice. But um, that's just, it's work, it's work, it's work, it's work. And then in the week, everything that I'm doing, the stuff that I'm writing, uh, the opinions that I'm writing, the 
it's it's work man and it's tiring and it's draining and people don't understand what goes into it you know like i said 60 to 80 hours every week into the scent media and i barely yeah. make enough to live on and it's as simple yeah. as that yeah yeah i know hey, and yeah it's exactly the same for the podcast and because no matter even even just putting this one out you've got to do a degree of editing um yeah and i don't go through and i don't edit this heavily um in fact i've edited very lightly you've still got to put it together and then yeah. compress it down because i can't put this up at the quality that's recorded that or, or rip through my data in in one go you know and then i've got my other things as well because i do the the podcasts for chasing double dot life so those podcasts they need more heavily editing because they're they're interviews as such in fact i've got two that i've done that i still need to put out that i done right. that i had done last month um so they need edited as well but they again they and they encroach on the data limits so i'll certainly look at that other service that you talked about because that yeah may be, that may there's be not really any data limits of note that i've i've yeah. seen so it's it's definitely worth and you can uh you can edit the you can put the show together in parts as well for it. it's a really nice slick little service yeah. um and you can do it on your phone you know, you yeah, put it all right. they've got they've got a good app as well, and it's a really good app. Mm-hmm. And you could do yeah. your podcast fucking live through that app. It's really quite good. Um, it's 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 worth a look. So I've got um, I've got Latimer Alders want to do another podcast, um, but uh, I mean, he was he was he's very keen. He's come up with the. Uh, some good stuff on the climate change agenda, yeah. you know, that, and he sent me through a brief and, and, and it looks like we could have another good podcast on it because we did one before and it got really good uh, views. It was high numbers, or for me, it was high numbers. Um, but, you know, I'd like to do that with him. But yeah, again, it's finding the time and getting it done, you know. It's like tomorrow night, I've got a fucking comedian coming on, you know. I've got Alistair Williams coming on tomorrow night rather than Wednesday night. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lie, you know, I've got a, an actual guest on, on my show. I'm kind of out of my depth. Um, but that's why I said to him, look, we're not going to do it as an interview. We don't, that's not really my style. Um, my yeah. style is you come on, right? There's no censorship. You can say what you want and we'll have a conversation. We'll just have a chat because... I feel that that's a much better way to sort of quote unquote interview someone than to have a preset set of questions. I mean, you've got, you know, kind of where you want, want your conversation to go. Yeah. And I'll ask, I'll ask this, you know. The, the... Yeah, I, I, I would agree. I don't, I don't script my interviews. I mean, I, what I, I, I give them, um, I give a kind of rough plan of what, what I want to talk about, but you know, it just develops from there. And, and most of these most of these podcasts they work really well because they, it it flows naturally because it's a conversation between two people yeah. you know rather than rather than a, a set interview with with an agenda on both sides you know and I don't have an agenda as such I'm just looking for these people to get the point across and it seems to work quite well from that point of view. And that's what I love doing as well. You know, I love people give, giving people their their say in their words. And it's it's like the video pieces that I put out. You know, if I'll go and film something like a test centre, if I go to a protest or something along the lines, whilst I will sometimes inject my opinion, absolutely, what I am ultimately doing is just showing people what I see and saying, here is this, make up your own mind. Um, yeah. They, they don't need to be- believe what I'm saying. They don't need to agree with me. It doesn't really matter. All I'm doing is showing you what I'm seeing. And yes, I will inject my opinion in there and I'll say that it's my opinion. 
um, here's the evidence of my eyes. It's like the last 16, 17 months, John, the evidence of my eyes has said there's no pandemic. That's the evidence of my mm -hmm. eyes. And I think that's the evidence of everybody's eyes who would be honest. Yeah, Anybody yeah. who would be honest. And I, I think people are scared, to be honest. I do. I think they are scared to say those words. But the truth is, if they would, if you not had those supermarket masks everywhere, you know, if you're not there, there would have been no difference. And people, people generally don't like to stand out, do they? You know, the, I mean, there are the there are the oddballs amongst us, like you and I, who are quite happy to say, "No, I think it's all the shite." But yeah. generally, generally, people like to just go along with the flow and and yeah. go, "Yeah, of course, there's a pandemic." You know, we're doing That's our bit problem. to help out. Yeah, and that is the problem because people don't think critically. Yeah, and and the, the thing is, they don't. It's not that they. It's not just this they don't think critically about. They don't think critically about anything. So when a, a new law gets introduced, like the hate crime bill and things like that, nobody thinks critically about it. They don't think, yeah. well, this, it doesn't mean anything for me because I'm not doing anything wrong. You know, it's like surveillance, CCTV, and, and it's, oh, it's okay if you're not doing anything wrong, you're nothing to be worried about. Mm. And, and these these things just impinge more and more on your personal rights and your freedoms, and, and you become a controlled subject rather yes. than a free person. Yes. I mean, have we ever been free people? Probably not. However, yeah. we are probably less free now than we have ever been, um, yeah. certainly in our lifetimes. Um, and it's... It's terrifying because people, so many people either don't want to see it or don't see it or don't want to admit it. But one thing I will say about these very same people who have gone along with everything is give it 12 months, 24 months when everybody's fucked and they've not got mm -hmm. a job. They'll say, well, I was against it the whole time. They'll say, that's what they'll yeah. say. Oh, yeah, I was well, against it the whole time. Yeah, we, but they never showed it. We cannot let them forget. Yeah. Uh, as horrible as that sounds, right, even if they do come around, their compliance, their burying their head in the sand and just getting along is how we have got to this point, John. It is, it, it is 100% how we are still here, how any of us anywhere in the world are still in restrictions. It's because people just said, yeah, fine. Yeah. So someone tweeted the other day that the Queen, they thought the Queen looked a lot happier since the funeral. <laughs> right. and, and then I thought, well, actually, when you've looked at or the G7 and other things, she does look a lot happier since the funeral. So the I've thing got is, a theory. Yeah, well, the... There's, see, I, I, I really don't care about royalty to any great degree. I don't either, no. Um, other than the fact that it is probably an outmoded institution, well, it is an outmoded institution that's got no place in today's society. Yep. Um, and, and people being born into a position like that is, is wrong, in my view. Um, uh, I personally don't care about the Saxe-Coburg Gothas. Um, what they want to do is up to them. 
Mm. Um, I don't like to use their new name that they changed during the First World War because it sounded too German. So I, I still refer to them as the Saxe-Coburg-Gothas okay. uh, when, uh, when they fought their, their uncle, the Kaiser. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so... So what's your theory about the Queen? Right, my theory is quite uh, it's quite dark actually. <laughs> COVID. Um, she, 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 uh, <laughs> she has probably been sniggering for the last few weeks because she knew what that fucking statue that got unveiled of Diana was going to look like. Oh my god. I thought it was Lawrence Fox. It's Claire Balding. It's Claire Balding. It's it's not Diana, but and and why why are there all these these kids that are scattered around? Why are none of them of her own? Yeah, why aren't they her kids? What yeah. was that? Oh oh oh, Diana, Claire Balding's virtue signaling. <laughs> it's it's what it yeah. is. It's it's Claire Balding. And when William and Harry unveiled that thing, right, they must have just fucking died inside. They, they oh, I saw, a picture. I saw a picture of the two of them standing looking at it and they were like well, William was standing on the left and Harry was on the right and there must have been like four metres between them but Harry's as bald as a coot he's only yeah. got hair around the very edge <laughs> see when you see him normally he looks like he's got hair but when you see him from behind he's as bald as a coot he obviously doesn't take after James his father <laughs> uh, Chrissy in the chat says that statue looks more like Ken fucking Barlow mm. <laughs> in his younger days yeah oh dear so that's what I that's that's my theory as to why the queen has been looking happy because she's thinking oh, 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 oh yeah, she, she statue's didn't... going to get unveiled well she doesn't like Diana anyway and then when she was going to marry a Muslim whose dad was fucking kicking up fuck because he wouldn't give him citizenship yeah yeah, yeah that, that was the straw that broke the MI5's back what the, 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 that caused the crash in the tunnel yeah yeah. Yeah. Well, she yeah, that was... We know she was bumped off. I think it's far yeah. enough down the line that we can say that, right? Well, uh, what was it? The, I saw a video, and she apparently she was alive when they pulled her out of the car, and she was actually she seemed okay, generally, and right. as they put her in the ambulance, and then she she was dead by the time they got to the hospital. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean. There's rabbit holes and there's rabbit holes, you know. Adam just said we can't talk. We can't talk like this, chaps. Mi Five are watching. <laughs> yeah, we're not funded, so Mi Five have no interest in us. Uh, yeah, we, we, we're not funded. We're not funded. Well, we are. Well, are, are kind of funded by you, but the only people yeah. that we are answered to are, are you. Um, and you know, if we don't do a good job, you don't fund us, and it's a, it's that simple. Um, and I hope that we do do a good job, and I hope that that whilst obviously I I I 
I do need to eat food. Um, John, uh, if you could chuck a couple of quid over his way, uh, just to, towards the hosting of the Chasing Liberty podcast. And not only that, if you could actually go and consume the Ch- Chasing Liberty podcast, yeah. that, that would be absolutely brilliant. I mean, you come to these shows, uh, you come and listen to these shows, you know what a laugh we have. And I mean, I've actually been a guest on the Chasing Liberty podcast myself technically technically once, but actually twice, because the first recording yeah. absolutely yeah. fucking went to shit. And that's how this show came about. I don't want to jinx it, but that's nearly two hours worth, and we've yeah. not had a glitch. Yeah. So the van works. The van works. Mm. The van works. The biggest disappointment, though, well, the biggest drawback for me is I've got to go up and get my own drink. Well, see, next week here's what you do, because uh, I guess you're in the you're in the captain's chair right now, right? No, I'm actually sitting at the dinette. Oh, you're sitting at the dinette. Okay. So yes. next next week, make sure the wife is also in the van. <laughs> Well, she was going to come, but we, we thought it prudent that maybe someone actually fed the children. Well, well, <laughs> well you don't start until 8.30pm your time, right? Feed yeah. the children before that. Yeah, but then she's got to listen to me sounding... But having said that, you're quite correct, because she's obviously tuned in to listen to listening to me sounding off and and your other side of the conversation because normally when she sits here she only hears my side of the conversation because i'm wearing headphones yeah yeah well yeah well but she could right so if you're back there in the dinette then she could be sitting in the captain's chair watching it right yeah on her phone. yeah and then um, despite the fact that the 10 15 second delay maybe for when they get it from when we say it if you give that delay you say right woman drink when you're taking your life <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you want to see me stabs live on air <laughs> 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 yeah, I can see that you're down a storm. Yeah, plenty of drink. Did you uh, did you listen to the? Um, did you, uh, you you probably you'd not had time, but the last episode I put up, I left the bit at the end, and where you can hear Andy saying, "Well, you made a fucking mess of that, didn't you?" Yeah. <laughs> that that was that. I I heard that. Chrissy just said, "Right, look, ice bucket." Put bag of wine from inside the box in it because the box has got a bag inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and get a massive straw. Then you've got a huge Capra Sun. Yeah, 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 do. yeah. That's what you. That's well, what you do. I'll be honest. I really don't want to drink three liters of wine. <laughs> I mean, uh, you're on. You're on your third glass now. Yeah, that's it's only what two fifty in a glass. Yeah. And how far through that third glass are you? No, I'm, 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 oh, that's nearly done. Yeah, that's that's nearly done. Yeah, it is. so I'll probably have a fourth before we finish. Yeah, no, that's fine. Yeah, my my uh, my my um my co-host it's for the only a liter. So that's only a liter of wine. That's all right. That's a kind of a limit. Okay, so here's what you could do, because I know in France, you know, you can buy litre bottles of wine, right? can, yes. Ice bucket, litre bottle of wine, fuck glass off. That's what we'll do next week. Ice bucket. 
Well, well, in fact, we've actually got a we've got a rather cool um, ice ice bag thing. So that we got we went we went to a restaurant um, when we were in La Rochelle when we were travelling, and we had a bottle of wine. And this, do you remember the episode where we ducked out and ended up not paying because? You know, one of us thought the other had paid and we ended up, we actually didn't pay for the restaurant and we walked yeah. out. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Not, not deliberately, but, you know, once we realised we just walked faster, that was all. <laughs> but they had, they were really cool because when they brought the wine to the table, they had this nice kind of bag round it with some water and a little bit of ice in it, but the bag itself is chilled and has like Ooh. hydrogel or whatever and it kept the wine really cold so we bought one of them at the supermarket Aushan no no uh, I fi- it might have been Aushan it might have been was it Aushan or was it Leclerc it might have been Leclerc it might have been Aushan it might have been yeah I think it might have been Aushan actually Every supermarket That's I go huge. to in France is Auchan. Yeah, brilliant. Leclerc's nice, so I like Leclerc. Leclerc's like um, Leclerc's like a kind of halfway house between the Sainsbury's and the Waitrose. It's, oh, it's kind of for the posh gear. Yeah, it's a wee bit more upmarket, um, yeah. but and they do some they do some great sushi in Leclerc. They usually have like a separate sushi section. And they do live lobsters and all that. I'll and... tell you what, with Alshan, their bread is to fucking die for. Their oh, no, no, no. no. Oh. The, the stuff in there, uh, we found, uh, we have an artisan boulanger that we love, uh, Le Fourni d'Alice, and, and their bread is fantastic. Really good. Fucking listen to this guy, artisan bread. <laughs> artisan bread. <laughs> I, I, I'm living the high life, aye. I'm going to get the artisan bread. It, it, it cost me all of one euro five cents. Oh, fucking yes. And pan ordinaire, silver play, and yep, the, the, they sling it across and it's one euro five cents. I mean, the one thing I will say, like, you go into fucking McDonald's in there and you get, uh, they, they're McMuffins in the morning, right? They don't do the, they don't do the sausage. Um, oh, you know, the right. So, it, so it's yeah, like just... So they just do beef. So you can literally get a, a bacon cheeseburger in a McMuffin. So it's just <laughs> beef, bacon and cheese. But right, okay. it's fucking 95 cents. And you're like, yeah. sweet, I'll take that. Yeah. 95 cents? Yep, give me two. So have I told you about the Scottish Butcher? You have several times. We were at the Scottish Butcher yesterday. And the Scottish butcher, um, the Scottish butcher likes to talk. So we walks in, and um, we walks in, and you know, I I had half donned a mask as a token as I walked in, and then I took it off when we were in because he's talking away, and he says to his wife, "Just take your mask off. He doesn't care." <laughs> so him and his wife took their masks off, and we're standing having a chat with them, and she's got this terrible rash all over her. Chin. Ooh. And then we find out they both had first jab. Ooh. But not AstraZeneca, they've had Pfizer. Ooh. But 
it might be the mask wearing that's causing the jar. The, I, th- the I think rash. it's probably. I think it probably is a face nappy rash. Yeah. Yeah, and, that's, and and she she didn't want the job, and I said, well, why did you have it? And she goes, well, you know, people are always asking, and I said, well, just say you've been jabbed. You know, yeah, what, just just going to ask to see your certificate. You know. Well, this is it. I mean, if somebody right, so so our favourite game is if somebody asks you, uh, "Are you vaccinated?" You just say, "Yeah." Right, because you just leave it at that. Because uh, you know it's not a lie. I've I've been vaccinated against uh, MMR. And... I mean, I've been vaccinated against fucking yellow fever, cholera, dengue fever, uh, scarlet. F- no, not scarlet fever. You don't get vaccinated. What was it? Yeah, dengue, yellow, and cholera. I've been vaccinated against all of them. Mm. Because we get shipped off to Hong Kong when I was a child because um, my dad was in the Navy. We spent two years out there. So we had all these jabs before we went. Yeah, so you, we've, everybody's been vaccinated against something for the most part, right? Yeah, so, yeah. so so when somebody says to you, are you vaccinated? You just say, yeah, I'm vaccinated. Yes. You know? And it, you, don't, you don't elaborate. You don't yeah. elaborate. You don't, because obviously they go, are you vaccinated against COVID-19? I just go... No. But with with my <laughs> what I tend to say is, I'm waiting for the trial to finish before I make yes. a decision. <laughs> yes, I'm waiting for the trial to finish. Twenty twenty three. Yeah, um, exactly. But I, I but, but I, I'm fine because I I get to turn around and just say, well, my doctor says that you know with all of my complications and the recurrence of my epilepsy that these things are not yeah. a good idea. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, and it's true, like you know, the seizures are are very worrying. Um, they are. They are it's, uh, because it had been seventeen years since I'd had one, and then it was. Uh, I I tell you what happened. We were doing. He's muted himself. Um, we were doing a show. I was with David Nolan of Stop Common Pass, and we were talking about vaccine passports, and it was a really, really long, deep conversation. And I felt this headache come on, and it starts here, the side of my head for me, when it's going to be a seizure, and then it slowly works its way up. And I knew instantly, despite it being 17 years, what was coming, because I remember it from when I was younger. Um, And it, it, it... it was the last hour of that show, of that interview. I just kept David talking because I didn't want to stop talking. I didn't want to stop yeah. because I knew exactly what was going to happen when when, when it, I ended up, uh, because I was doing it from my shed at the time, um, I ended up actually having a seizure in my garden outside my shed on the floor. The second I finished the show, I stepped out and I just fucking hit the deck. And yeah, I went and... Harsh. Well, it, it is, but that, that's life, and um, I, I, I'm dealing with it. Um, and it's, it's all probably, all of that, plus the stress and everything, is probably why I'm losing weight. Um, but you know what? I'm not going to balk at losing a stone and a half in three weeks. Uh, no, that's, um, that, that's good going, if, yeah, um, if, you're, if you're deliberately trying to do it. I, I'm not. No, that's... <laughs> I'm not. that's we're back to the that's worrying stage then yeah i have not made any changes to my diet i have not made any changes to my exercise or anything of the sort it's just falling off yeah that's that's worrying so go and get checked out 
Yeah, uh, don't worry, I, I will, because uh, the seizures have been getting more frequent as well, so I do need to have some words. Um, they only happen at night, though, which is good. Um, mm-hmm. they, and that was the same when I was a child as well. I only ever had seizures at night. It was, I guess, when my body's tired, it just sort of has enough and does its thing. Um Chrissy says, no one checks. My mum was in for surgery today and wasn't even asked if she'd had the jabby stab. Good. And that's, she shouldn't need to be asked if she'd had the jabby stab. No, she shouldn't. If she'd gone into surgery. Uh, It should not be a prerequisite of anything at all. And you know what? I've actually heard people being uh, denied GP appointments in this country for not being jabbed, being denied face-to-face GP appointments, elderly people, in fact. Uh, And it's just... It, it is outrageous, it's wrong, and it, that shit needs to be called out where you see it. And I mean, that's the kind of shit I do. You know that. Like, I, I'll turn up, uh, I've got a follower, her name's Lisa, she's not in the chat tonight, unfortunately, but she's got cancer, her mum's got fucking dementia, she's trapped in a care home, barely gets to see her mum, right? Either one of them could, let's face it, pass away at any point. Um yeah. Uh, and they're, they're being separated. And I've said to her, if they if they keep doing this to you, call me, because she's got my number. Call me. I will turn up with a goddamn camera and we'll start shaming these people because this shit needs to be called out. Right? I don't care if you've had a negative test or, or fucking a jab. This this needs to be called out, man. People yeah, are people are people are being we're 17 months down the line for fuck's sake. People are having their lives ripped apart. Family members, you know, not being able to see each other, people dying in care homes, locked away as prisoners. And this is the kind of stuff we call out on Descent Media most days of the week. And we get a bad rep for doing it, man. We get a bad rep for doing it. You know, we get get called evil for caring about everyone. Yeah, I I, I just don't understand what's going going on in the UK. I mean, last night there was a, there was a, a gourmand marché in the town. So they had a, a gourmet market, basically. They'd set yeah. up, there's, there's this thing, there's a, a sal de hao or, or sal de hao, which is like a, it's a big kind of covered area in the town um, with, uh, uh, and it's been there since, I think, the 16th century or 15th century or something. So it's this big, big square in the town it's all covered over but it's open on all, all the sides right. and they set up all these benches inside it and then all round it was all these market stalls so the protocol was you went down um, and you bought you bought meat or whatever you wanted to eat from the vendors that were selling meat but the meat was uncooked and then you went over to the barbecue Bit and you gave it to these guys and they would barbecue for barbecue it for you. Then they'd give you that back and then you went to another vendor and bought your chips to go with it, you know, your frites, and then you'd sit down at the benches um and 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 eat your meal, which is is great. Um unfortunately, us being noobs, we didn't realise you had to bring your own plate and cutlery. Oh fucking hell. Yeah, so so we were we we just had a wander around and looked at it, and then we went and sat in the bar and just took in the sights. You know, we were sitting in the bar watching it all going on. Oh, there was a bar there as well. So there's a, yeah, a, well, of course there bar. was a bar there. You went. Yeah, well, it's France. <laughs> yeah. But um, uh, and it was mobbed. It was really busy. 
So it was it was really good. And I would say 90% of the people, no masks. Good. Which is great, great to see. And the bar, no masks. You know, the French bar. The French bar's just, like, giving up with masks now. The owner wears one because he's the owner and he's got to, but he wears it as a chin bra all the time. So it's under here, you know. You never see him wearing it over. So that's Speaking good as well. Speaking of bars, uh, last oh. night was the football, as we spoke about earlier on. Yes, it was a football. And I have seen a shit ton of photos from pubs all over the country mm-hmm. um, that were serving people standing at the bar. Good. There was no masks over the shop. They were breaking Good. every COVID rule under the sun. Um, and I, I just, as these pictures are, are going across social media, I'm just sitting there with a sense of pride going, this is what you should have done the whole fucking time. Exactly, yeah. And it, and it is, you know, I've always advocated that these businesses, these pubs, these whatever, just turned around to the government, that they should have got together yeah. right at the beginning. But they should have turned around to the government and said, right, you want people to do this, that X, Y, and Z. So here's what I'm going to do. I'll stick a sign on the door that says people enter at their own risk. Other yeah, than that, that's fuck that. off. Yeah. You know, people enter at their own risk because <laughs> we've lost that ability, haven't we, to, to yeah. take those decisions we, for ourselves. We we gave it up. We gave it up, yeah. didn't we? Yeah. And there's we so did, many and... people so scared of, of yeah. us actually opening up. I mean, there are yeah. actually people that are screaming, not only should we not open up, but we need to go backwards. We need more restrictions. And I'm thinking you people are A, extremists, and B, you're fucking lunatics. <laughs> well, one of the most ridiculous tweets I've seen for a while was the Labour Party are looking for evidence that it's safe to open up. Where's the fucking evidence that was... That, that, that we should have locked down in the first place. Oh, that that is one of the most ridiculous tweets I've seen ever. Keith Starmer's a cunt, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, he is. He's yeah. just an arsehole. Yeah, I've got massive. Look, you now look like a small child. <laughs> <to me. laughs> You've gained <laughs> one and a half stone. <laughs> I've just lost it again. <laughs> oh yeah. fucking hell! This has not really been a car crash. I'm quite, I'm quite, I'm quite happy. I'm, yeah, I'm, not, yeah. I'm, I'm quite happy. We've got through all of this without any disconnections. The only disconnection has been when John has been disconnected from his wine supply, and uh, <laughs> he's, he's, he's going right now. In fact, he's off. He's, he's fucking off. And this, ladies and gentlemen, is why I bring two cans to the show. This is why I bring two cans to the show. And I just place them here on my desk. Uh, You can hear him banging about there in the fridge. Oh, no. I saw an arm. And he's back. There's a a smiling Scottish man. Sorry, the, uh... we we just got a comment in the chat from Chrissy that just said John is my hero. What the fuck? What's up to my audio? Are you there? Yes, I am. I uh, inadvertently unplugged my my uh, my talking device. <laughs> so uh, 
um, uh, Chrissy just said in the chat, John is my hero. Shields, <laughs> <Jesus>, Chrissy. <laughs> oh, God. Look, he's, he, a litre of wine. He's going to be somewhat half cut by the end of this. He probably Actually, is. fine. I had um, we we were around at our English friends, which where the this um this this the RV is currently parked in their garden as such, and um, because they've got they've got like a couple of acres as well, and uh, our RV's parked in their garden, um while we're living in the town, um, where we don't have any parking space, um so we were around at theirs last night, watching the game, so they're English, and I'm a Scotsman. Yes. We're watching the football. Yes. Now the only saving grace throughout the whole thing was that every time a goal was scored, my friend was either down getting food or too busy talking to have seen it on the screen. So he never saw my reaction every time a goal was scored, which was usually <laughs> Well it was it Ukraine they were against? Was it England versus Ukraine? Yeah, yeah. So what you should have done is just turned up covered in a Ukrainian flag. Yeah, I know, but I, I, I don't like to rub it in too much. I did say that I'm more than happy to watch Ukraine beat them at any point. But, hey, the, the, you know, when you're Scottish, it's it's always Abe. It's always Abe. You yeah. can't avoid it. You know, you you have to you have to do that. It's it's just a done thing. And, I mean, I don't even follow football, but... I don't. Know. I don't, and that's why I was so succinct last night when uh, our sports correspondent with a three-minute lag uh, was uh, telling me the score, and I was simply responding, yeah, "Don't care." I don't, I don't quite understand this because you know, well, uh, I probably do understand it, but people like you know, Jordies aren't really English, are they? Well, she's like not a, a, she's from York. Is she not? Oh, she's Yorkshire, right? I thought she was a Geordie, right? Oh, my, oh, my apologies. Oh, Jesse, Jesse, Jesse. Ooh. No, my apologies. Oh yeah, apologies. she's 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 a, she's a she's a Yorkshire. York, we call her the mouth of the north. Um, right. She's yeah. I, she's. I thought when you said she was north northeast, I thought I thought Geordie, but then again, that's further north, isn't it? Ah, yeah, she's she's a Yorkshire lass, um, and um, yeah, yeah. I, 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 well, I'm going to say this, but I don't mean it as as. The, you know, we should do a threesome some night. <laughs> I'm sure she would take it exactly that way as well. And probably go for it. <laughs> no, I'm joking, Jess. I'm joking, Jess. I love you, Jess. Um, you're, 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 you're brilliant. You're brilliant, Jesse. <laughs> Adam just put, uh-oh, in the chat. <laughs> But yes, no. Uh, Take, taking that too far, my young man. Too far. Sorry, we taking that too far. That that means getting her to actually go on Skype, uh, and uh, I, I'll make her instead. Oh, does she not use Skype? No, she just phones my Skype line because I've got a Skype phone number that I pay for every every month. Oh, right, okay. She, well, you just say she's going to kill me for that, Chrissy, but she's in Yorkshire, and I'm not. <laughs> but that's that. I mean, you know, there's loads of empty seats in the classroom. I know there are. She could come join us in the classroom. A few of you could come join us in the classroom if you want. We could have, we could, uh, 
we can we, we, we could make a group thing. We could have a group thing. Uh, careful, <laughs> careful. I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not saying anything else. Right. Okay. <laughs> You're a terrible man. What do you mean? I'm a terrible man. Chrissy, she won't be handing you her notice. She'll call me a cunt, then she'll tell me she loves me. That's how this works. Oh, so what's Yorkshire? White Rose. Or no, is that that's Lanarkshire? Lanarkshire's Red Rose. I don't know where she is. She's in Yorkshire. Yeah, that's that's White Rose, isn't it? Red Rose, I White Rose. I mean, I mean, I'm safely down here, down south, where she can't murder me, so I'm all right. Yeah. And it, it, she can't drive, and it costs her over a hundred pound on the train to get here. So bloody over a yeah, hundred quid. Over a hundred quid, yeah. Yeah, that's expensive. Yeah, Fucking trains and nuts. I mean, uh, one day, uh, one day I'll, I'll take pity on her. She does want to go to one of the London protests, so one day I'll take pity on her. And actually, drive to Yorkshire and pick her up, but I'm not taking her back. So <laughs> I'll, I'll pick her up and I'll take her to London. She has to get the fucking train back. <laughs> and she ends up sleeping rough in the streets of London for three months, so she tries to make <laughs> enough money to get back to Yorkshire. <laughs> Just calls me up every other week. Can you come pick me up? No. <laughs> no. No, not doing it. Not doing it. No. <laughs> yeah, she, she's she's a really good woman. Um and she's going through it at the moment because her partner has just received a lateral flow positive. He's a carer. He works in care. Did you have to take the test, yeah? He has to take it. Um and he's received a lateral flow positive, and she just started a new care job, and now she's not allowed to go to it. So she hasn't actually technically started. Well, thing's shit, isn't it? It's just it's, shit. It's shit beyond ridiculous. It's, you know, both of them working in care and stuff, but they've got two small children, and, you know, that when where's the money coming from? Because they're not yeah. going to pay her full, full pay for those 10 days missed, are they? Of course they're not. Yeah, I know. And yet, school kids are putting fruit juice on lateral flow tests to take off school. Oh yeah, absolutely. And and do you know what? Actually, I oh I something happened to me this week. So uh, my daughter went into nursery on Monday. Oh yeah, I read about that. Right? She was meant to go in Tuesday, and then and then I got a phone call saying uh, one of the staff has uh, tested positive on the old lateral flow. Therefore, your daughter has to isolate for ten days. I went. Excuse me. I said, no, you can just put her in another room. And they were like, no, we can't do that. I said, well, I'm sorry, but uh, there's no requirement for my daughter to isolate. And then she's going, yeah, your daughter has to isolate. I said, no. I said, I said, do you know the law on this lady? And she was like, uh, um, um, I'm just doing as I'm told. I said, well, I'll tell you, the law is as such. My daughter would only have to isolate if I was contacted directly by NHS Test and Trace. I said, do you work for NHS Test and Trace? <laughs> and she went, no. Yeah. I said, well, I said, well, my daughter won't be isolating then. And I said, and if you're going to continue to make completely healthy kids stay off for 10 days, in fact, you're trying to tell their parents to fucking put them in isolation. I went off at them. I said, then you're abusing kids, aren't you, you dirty bastard? <laughs> 
And how did that go? Uh, oh, we're only just doing as we're told. I said, well, what you're being told is to abuse kids. I said, you shouldn't feel good about it as someone working in childcare. I said, you are being told to abuse kids. Oh, but it's just what the government tell us. I said, well, sometimes, you know, get your big boy boots on, oh. I said to her. You've got to say no, Mr. Government. Yeah. Well, I mean, as in Nuremberg trials pointed out, I'm just following orders doesn't cut it. No. And, and, and you know what? I I I I told I told the woman I said, well if you're going to force me to find alternative childcare, I'm going to fucking invoice you for it. Um, I, I I can't read the um I can't read the article Adam, but Adam says it looks like it is fifty fifty for people in the UK to continue wearing masks after July the nineteenth. Um, well, it's not because guess what. Never worn a mask them. in the UK. I don't, I don't wear them now, you know, no. and I, I don't think any of you in the chat do either. I, mean, I know Chrissy does, but I, I think that's for the nature of her job. I mean, she not. it's nothing to do with COVID. It's a fucking nail technician and stuff like that. So, yeah. you know, you get them particles blasting up in your face, which, um, yeah, you know. Well, if there's a reason to wear a mask, then fine. I mean, if you're sanding down plaster yeah wear a mask because yeah. you don't want that shit in your lungs and masks right. will stop that shit getting in your lungs but masks will not stop 0.01 micron viruses no, you know, no matter how many masks you wear <sighs> i tell you what just to be safe john six masks <laughs> it won't stop them uh, Chrissy says, I only wear N95s when filing nails, always have done, I guess long before this. Um, and Adam says, I wear a Klaus Schwab mask, and he does. He has a full head. He has a full head rubber mask that looks exactly like Klaus Schwab. Oh, oh excellent. And uh, he recorded a segment. He blue screened himself, green screened himself, and put himself a wealth of economic forum desk in front of him in the background. <laughs> and he was, <laughs> and he, like, uh, yeah. we're, do, we're, do, we're doing a we're doing an uh, we're doing an interview together at some point. I'm going to feel that I'm into. I call him Papa Klaus, um, <laughs> and he, he did like a one minute segment for us, and he was just yeah. like in the new world, the, it's not the big fish that catches the small fish. But the fast fish that catches the slow fish. <laughs> <laughs> and then he started berating me, saying, you need to stop your show. It is very dangerous to us at the World Economic Forum. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, and we get, but we are going to record that interview off stream, mostly because I think if we tried to do it live, we'd both be pissing our way laughing through it. And so there's probably going to have to be some heavy editing on that. <laughs> I'm, I'm just telling you now, there's probably going to be after it because it's going to be Adam going, uh, yes, uh, the, the, ha, 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 ha. Right, take two. Because it, it looks fucking ridiculous, John. It looks like plants. It's an old lady mask as well. <laughs> I'm not joking. It is an old lady mask. And it looks exactly like clouds. Oh, excellent. He has a tiny air hole in it. <laughs> <laughs> I wondered what you were going to say there. <laughs> a tiny air hole. <laughs> 
That's unfortunate. (laughs) (laughs) You could, like, get a razor and just slit across the mouth and then maybe glue the mouth here and here around and actually (laughs) talk. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God. (sighs) He had to... Right, so it had had grey hair all in it because, obviously, it was an old lady wig. Yeah. Uh, An old lady mask. So did he wrap the grey hair out? He plucked out each individual hair. (laughs) I like that, that's dedication To begin with He was not sure whether or not he was going to use it Right And so it was just this really horrifying Old lady mask with grey wig on it uh, Built into it And the fucker made (laughs) He made He made a fake person On his couch and stuck the mask On top of it and left it for his fucking wife And kids (laughs) to find in the morning (laughs) Oh, Send me a picture. <laughs> it took a month to arrive from China. I remember when he ordered it. Yeah, it took a month to arrive from China, and when it arrived, it definitely did not look like the picture. Uh, but that's what you get when you order from China. But actually, yeah. he's he's done a really good job on it. I mean, it does. It it looks like Klaus. It's it's brilliant. That's good. Yeah, I mean, we you can't say that we we don't have fun whilst doing all of this shit, because we do. I mean, yeah. last night's show, we were... Uh, do you remember the Insane Clown Posse? No. ICP, they were a rap group um, from the 90s. Uh, well, one of, their, one of their singers called himself Violent J. He... Uh, he released a YouTube video a few, uh, it was about two years ago called The Snake Busters. You need to look at this, right? Right. Because his daughter is so a that's person. magnetic people and the snake busters. <laughs> yeah, but the snake busters, his daughter is a furry. His child is oh a furry. Oh my God, no. And so it's him and his daughter outing a company from AliExpress and he ordered a fucking furry suit from AliExpress. <laughs> this isn't going to go well, is it? <laughs> and, <laughs> we, 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 we were watching and this fucking thing, it was horrifying that turned up, right? It was fucking horrifying. <laughs> but because ICP aren't a thing anymore, they were, they were making a fucking point of saying how broke the, the violent Jay the singer was so she was just going the daughter was just going you know my broke dad had to stretch his pocketbook out to fucking buy this thing <laughs> and uh, mum says he hasn't been rich since the 90s <laughs> <laughs> but his kid's fucking furry and he's just got oh his kid he's got his kid and the whole video his daughter is there in a furry suit the whole video in a furry suit. And that's what we were doing last night. <laughs> we were watching this shit. And we were laughing and we were having a good time. Because we can't say we don't have fun doing this shit, John. Because yeah, we absolutely. do. And we have to, you know. Well, there are... What would be the point? What would be the point if you didn't have fun doing it? That, well, are... that was one of my tweets today. Nobody lives forever. But if you take your fun away, it sure seems like you are. Fucking hell, does it? Life fucking drags without the fun. I mean, we, we've been going here tonight for nearly two and a half hours. It's flown by. Ooh, that's because my wife's not here. And that's because... <laughs> <of> the... <laughs> 
Your wife's not. Your wife's not standing. Your wife's not standing just off camera, going. I'm not going to be able to go back home now. <laughs> John, you bastard! <laughs> what are you doing? He doesn't speak like that. <laughs> That's the only way I can do a Scottish accent. Yeah, that's because you've only watched Braveheart. Half my family is Scottish, John. Yeah, but that doesn't count. But that doesn't count. Half my family is very, very Scottish, lives in Mary Hill. Oh, my God, Mary Hill. Yeah. Um, that's probably something you shouldn't have told people. Why? Oh, have you, there's, been, there's been pictures of Glasgow being posted uh, on Twitter this week and it looks like an absolute shite hole sorry it's very hard yeah but the amount of litter on the street and right. the amount of bin bags and rubbish and stuff what the fuck's going on Glasgow uh, well, used to be spotless it used to be spotless Nicola Sturgeon is what's going on yeah. every cuts 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 and then restrictions that's what's going I on I should know as you know, I used to work in Glasgow and I used to work a night shift occasionally and we would drive around and the council were always out cleaning the streets, cleaning all the rubbish up and the place was always spotless the next day. Now it's a shite hole. Yeah. In fact, you remember when the Euros, not the Euros, the Commonwealth Games were in Glasgow a few oh, years yeah. ago? I, I said, what are they going to do with all the chewing gum on the streets because it's like you're walking on rubber so and they did they cleared it up they, yeah. they, they blasted it all off but yeah, then no, they just no. come back there's no money and there's nobody to clean the place up yeah, uh, Chrissy, said, Chrissy says um, um, Edinburgh is a shit tip too and Edinburgh used to be spotless Edinburgh was always spotless as well because that's the capital city. It should always have been spotless, but Edinburgh used to be really attractive and, and it was always full of tourists. So what the hell's going on? What, what's Scotland trying to do? It's a um, third world country. It yeah, really just, they just, they, they, they fucking, they don't want anybody in there, do they? Especially the English. They're like, oh, I keep yeah. the fuck out of here. I'm like, fuck off, Sturgeon. I did not break the ministerial code. Yes, you did. I, Shut I up. remember. I remember watching, I was watching some YouTube guys on them, and, and uh, they were living in a van, you know, doing a, the van life thing, and yeah. they'd gone to Scotland, um, gone to Scotland in the the uh, the first kind of lockdown, because they lived in their van, so wherever they were, that was their home, so they yeah. weren't as such locked down to any particular place, and they were in Scotland, and they'd they'd found a secluded place, and they were they'd sort of set up a camp, and the locals fucking drove them out. Yeah. They drove them out because they were yeah. English. Yeah. Now that is unacceptable. That's terrible, terrible behaviour. These guys aren't doing any harm. You know, they're living self-contained and away from anyone else, you know. And and the locals came and fucking drove them out. I, that, well, that's embarrassing. I, that's I embarrassing. Mean, I hope they at least lit the torches and got the pitchforks. You know, if you're gonna drive somebody out, do it properly. Yeah, but I mean, no, but that that to me, that's disgusting. That's disgusting behaviour to drive people out. You know, I agree. I agree. It's, and it's, and it's, it's not it's as if they were part of some garden, you know. But it's almost racism, isn't it? You, you yeah, it's racism. Oh, yeah, it's it you're racism. doing. 
Oh, you fucking English bastard. Right, well, yeah. I'm half... I'm, I'm sorry, I'm half Scottish. What are you going to do? You're going to drive me out, are you? Oh, because I talk like this. Fuck off. You know yeah. what I mean? I only talk like this because of the area, the region in which I live. <laughs> and the area or region in which I live, this is how people speak. And it's... Yeah, you, you know what? It doesn't take long. It doesn't take long for the accent to change because I remember when I went to Hong Kong as an 11-year-old or whatever and we were out there for two years and I was at a Navy school. So everybody was, nearly everybody was English. You know, there was a few Scots, but nearly everybody, everyone was English. And when I came back to Scotland and went into school, I couldn't understand people because oh they were speaking with such a broad accent that I'd lost... You were just talk, talking around, you're going, like, are you all right, Dave, how are you doing? And they're going, shut the fuck up, you English cunt. <laughs> <laughs> you go, I, I'm not English. You fucking sound it, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but, you know, like, I, there was one guy in the class that it took me two years before I could understand him because he just spoke that fast and in such an accent that I couldn't keep up with it. And on that note, I actually think we should wind down the show at two and yeah. a half hours. Um, and yeah, it's been, it's... If, I think it's been my favourite one yet, to be honest, because we've had no fucking problems. Yeah, it's been good. It's been a good show. It really has. Um, uh, and uh, I'll let you... I'll let you sign us out. I've just put right before I let you sign us out. I've just put my um, donation link in the chat. There's not many people left in the chat. A lot of people about out. That's that's fine. Um, you can support me at GoFundMe.com forward slash Descent Media, uh, where we've got a fundraiser. We are building a new studio for Descent Media uh, that should be ready soon-ish. I'm quite excited about sharing that with you. Uh, or directly at BuyMeACoffee.com forward slash Ministry Descent. But John is hosting these podcasts, and if you're listening back on a podcast, consider dropping the man a coffee. And what's your link, John? Yeah, well, you can find me at ChasingLiberty.life and you'll find the links to buy me a coffee right on the front page. So I would appreciate any assistance going. So thank you very much. And as I would normally say, it's good night from him. Bye. And it's good night from him. <laughs> John, good night. ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us again, John. We'll see you next week for episode seven. See you next week. Cheers, mate. Bye. Bye. Take away that job, I don't
don't want to work I'll stay at home and play in the dirt I want liberty without conditions I want liberty on my conditions Your line, I want liberty without conditions. Work on the docks or down a hole. Come out at night and pray for your soul. I want liberty without conditions. I want liberty on my conditions. Liberty on my conditions. 